time, weather, and... Cooking up dope in a, cooking up dope in a crock pot pot. Always bag, Fendi bag, oi, oi. At Big Rock Candy Mountain. <laughs> Netflix reviews news you need to know about. Some readings from the Black Iron Prison at break. All that and a whole lot more coming up in the second hour. First hour, though, David Wise from the Flat Earth Podcast. There's an app out there we're going to talk about. The app, which uh, I did purchase during the week. So I got a review of that. G-Flat, Nara Radio 255. Mayday is here. Allie's got... The odd Christmas present of sausage and cheese and okay, crackers so. for crackers. But first, man, David Weiss is on the phone from the Flat Earth Podcast. You survived Christmas and New Year's. You asking me? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. <laughs> well, considering that I'm not spinning out of control, lost in space, yeah, it was very nice. All right, good. Everybody seems to be thinking that now we've passed some kind of threshold where life will completely change and, and go back to normal because it's 2021. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that optimistic, neither? I, I, I have great hopes for the future, uh, but it really depends on if people wake up uh, from their deep slumber. All right. So you think this is an active choice people got, have to make? Well, we're we're in a situation right now, you know, uh, jumping all the way forward is I believe that we live uh, in a world where we get to create the world that we want and and that our thoughts create our reality. And the controllers of our world don't want us to know that. So they keep us disoriented, lost, and in fear so they can control our minds and create the world that they want, the dystopian future that is on the horizon right now. That'll benefit them. Absolutely. Well, man, I don't think we're on the fence of that. I totally, 100% agree with you on that. And I think that is one of the, the fun and rewarding things of going down the path of the flat earth. Like, I always thought, the lizard people, right? When you start going down that path, the, the amount of things you learn trying to get to that end goal of the, the thing that hooked you in is the world is run by lizard people... The flatter to me is no different. The amount of things I've learned trying to either credit or discredit it, that's the rewarding part to me of this whole journey. But, but David, when you go out and you're like, we're the Flat Earth Podcast, right off the bat, it seems like you eliminate a lot of people from your, your listening audience. By saying Flat Earth Podcast? Right, like right off the bat, what, 90% of the people are like, I don't believe in this, I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, got too much... They they listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Tell him what the, his reality is. <laughs> well, he he's the high priest of scientism, and you know Neil says the science is settled. So that should tell you something right there, because science is never settled. But you know, I hear you. Flat Earth is a weaponized term, like conspiracy theorist. But when anybody takes the time and actually looks and 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 looks in the right places, they can't unsee what they've seen. You know, if you Google flat Earth, if you search flat Earth, all right, I'm going to check out this flat Earth thing. Uh, you search it, Google's going to hand you uh, right over to the flat Earth Society, which is not what any flat Earther believes. That's a controlled opposition site, you know, run by the government to make you laugh at flat Earth. If you Google 
top 10 reasons we know the earth is a globe, you're going to get all these mainstream hit pieces, which are pure propaganda, pure propaganda that we've uh, disassembled piece by piece, uh, meticulously showing how they're faking, they're lying, and the stuff they're saying is nonsensical. So, you know, believing in the ball is really easy. We've been programmed uh, that we live on a ball before we could speak. Every kid's cartoon, every television show, every movie, every space movie, everything that we do, schooling, it's all about the making us believe we live on a ball. But when you look, take the time and look, you realize that the helio, I call it the helio nonsensical model, makes absolutely no sense. And the flat earth model, which is completely different than what most people think. Most people think, oh, what, a disk in space with a bunch of other, you know, spherical planets? Are they all flat too? That's a programmed response. Nobody believes any of that stuff. So the first thing is you have to understand what the flat earth is. And then you also have to understand what your globe model is, because globe believers have no idea what their model is. Yeah, no, you're right. I do like how y'all y'all putting together kind of like a network, because it's true. You go and you Google things, and you're getting these. It's to me the internet kind of take over by multinational corporations, and just the control the control structure itself has kind of put information kind of underground again. Like it, the good old days of the wild west of the internet, man. If you were searching for things and reading online, you could get kind of cutting edge. I'll say conspiracy, just alternative thinking. But now the internet's can totally controlled, and you have to go looking in different like networks, like the Flat Earth Podcast. Y'all are tied in with like Owen Benjamin and a couple of other people, and it does seem like you're building kind of a community. Well, you know, funny is Owen was uh, was slamming the moon landings, and Mark Sargent, uh, one of the you know flat earthers that you know woke up I, just before I did. Uh, you know, his videos actually are the ones that dragged me in, kicking and screaming. He sent me a clip. He goes, hey, check this guy out. Um, I, I've heard of Owen Benjamin, but never just in his comedy. And uh, he was talking about the, how the moon landings are fake. So people were, you know, met, started commenting about Flat Earth, and he was just pushing it, pushing it away like everyone does, like, you know, like I did. People suggested that I looked into the Flat Earth during my conspiracy podcast, and I banned them from my social media for being so stupid as to waste my time with something as ridiculous as that. But then I looked, I became, you know, I was like, okay, and changed my whole life. I got on Owen's show, and I, he's full on. He knows we don't live on a spinning globe, and it's changed his whole life. And, and so we're waking up tens of thousands of people weekly now. I, I can't even imagine how fast it's going. It, it's amazing. You know, six years ago, you mentioned Flat Earth to somebody, you, you get ridiculed, laughed at, pointed at, and, you know, insulted. Now you mention Flat Earth, they're like, you know, I've heard something about that. Sure, yes, come on my show. I mean, we, we're sending out emails to shows, and uh, 9 out of 10, if not 10 out of 10 of them are saying, yes, we want you on the show, just as you guys did. Dude, yeah, that's really cool, just that you're not being completely yeah. shunned. I would be like, man, if, uh, <laughs> when I first got the email, I'm like, they're sending this out. I wonder how many people are actually... You know, go, yes, we want to talk about it in a show. It seems like most of the time they would just want to bash you or try to force you into, in say, 30 minutes of time or an hour at a time to convince them the earth is flat. And I think that's very hard to do. Like at some well, point actually, when I listen to it, it's like, man, it's just believing one person over another. And it's like I can't see it or witness it in my own life. Just from studying history, though, 
the false history and the mud flood stuff and all that. I'm yeah, totally, yeah. I'm totally in on that. And I think NASA is completely full of shit. I think mud maybe ten percent. Mud only sense on a flat Earth. <laughs> right. So that's when I started going, man. I can't just, you know disregard this flat earth thing because i do see a lot of things from putting in enough research once it gets to science and math i'm pretty much like okay i'll just believe anything or choose to believe nothing at all i'm okay with admitting i don't know that that's good admitting you don't know admitting that you don't know if it's a globe is a massive start you're way ahead of 99.9 percent of the population the the thing is uh, when um was i had a good point i was going to make when uh when you start looking into flat Earth, everything changes. You can see. Now, you said a minute ago that, well, you know, when it comes to the math and stuff, you don't have to give away your ability to think. You are way smarter than you think. You are smarter than the people that got degrees because degrees are memorization of Rockefeller BS and regurgitation of it. And if you do that really well, you become the teacher. You become the professor. So they're just memorizing garbage and, and teaching it to our kids. Uh, generation after generation after generation. It's all pseudoscience. And so you said that you can't prove flat Earth. We actually can prove flat Earth. You can't prove the globe Earth. And every experimentation uh, done to prove curvature or, 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 rot- or axial rotation has failed. Every, every experiment has always failed. So, you know, the, the, the simplest thing is large bodies of water at rest lay flat. And that's a fact. And if the Earth is 24,901 miles around, like they say it is, there's a curvature formula, a curvature mathematics, which are very easy. It's eight inches per mile squared. Now, it's not eight inches per mile because that would just be a ramp dropping eight inches every mile. Because as you go farther out over the ball, it drops faster and faster because the curve gets steeper and steeper. So you have to square the miles. And this is the globe math. So at one mile, it's eight inches. Two miles, it's two times two times eight is 32 inches, three miles, it's six feet. So a six-foot-tall man standing at the edge of a calm lake or ocean can only see the water surface for three miles, according to Globe Math. After the three miles, the surface of that water will drop behind the physical curve that we call the horizon. Well, guess what? That's not the case. We can put a camera one foot off the ground where the, where the horizon should be uh, 1.2 miles away. But we can zoom in on oil rigs and wind turbines and things that are you know, 9, 10, 20 miles out. And there should be 100 feet of curvature. Or at 9.4 miles, I think it's like 59 feet of curvature if you're viewing it from one foot up. Okay. Not only can we see the oil rig, we can see the surface of the water for miles beyond the oil rig. So there's no curvature. So the only argument the, that ballers will have is, well, maybe the Earth is bigger than they're telling us. Well, with the with the distances we're seeing with today's um, you know consumer uh, optics, we could see we could see so far that. My Siri Uh-oh. is listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> She's woke. What did Siri say? Was your math right? Because I would have never know. known. You, you you love She's just going crazy. I shouldn't even have this in my house. You shouldn't. They're coming <laughs> to get you. They're they coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, so, I, that totally makes sense. But then it brings me to my next, my next question I had on my notes kind of ties into this. So of all these intelligent people who can also afford it, it's not, we're not talking about a whole lot of money for the technology to be able to do this. 
they all either don't question it, don't look into them themselves, and just are so invested into the lie that they won't, they'll just ignore it. Like, it seems like Nobody you, you said it seems pretty simple to figure this out to prove it, but yet it's still like laughed at by people, I'll, I'll say the majority of people in the positions that would need to actually make change or, or make a statement. Well, you know, the people in, in, in high science, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the failed actor, or Bill Lye, the lying guy with the bow tie, he, <laughs> they, they, they are put in there to deceive the world. Now, there's other astrophysicists, there's other, you know, scientists, people that believe the stuff that they're doing. You know, there's airplane pilots that don't know that the Earth is, cur- that the earth is flat. Um, but there's many that do, but they can't come out and admit it because any scientist that admits it or any pilot that admits it immediately loses their funding, loses their job. We had a KLM woman pilot, KLM Airlines, who was telling us how she knows the Earth is flat and, and it doesn't rotate, and she proved it, and she talked. She was on our show, uh, and, uh, and the next day she was fired. She was grounded, and then we don't know what happened to her after that. So, you know... These that's people wild. do not want to lose their livelihood. So that's why but, that's why uh, Elon Musk gets that contract from NASA. That's like hush money. So Elon Musk, believe it or not, is is a, just a puppet. He he doesn't run any companies. You know, he's the CEO of the lar- uh, the largest solar company. He's the CEO of the largest tunneling company. He's the CEO of the largest electric car company. He's the CEO. Uh, well, uh, what, what was it? PayPal. He he took over NASA. Yeah, he's okay, got millions no of satellites out there. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's a whole nother scam. That there there's no satellites falling around the earth. Did you know that NASA is the largest consumer and of helium and owner of helium companies? Right. That's because they, they, they just like want... to walk around, and talk funny. Them nerds do weird shit, man. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> They um they launched tens of thousands of balloons, satellites they call them off of Antarctica. Just Google um, satellite balloons or go in the in the Flatter Sun Moon and Zodiac Clock app. Just click what about satellites, and it shows you that they're launching these you know up to eight thousand pound um, satellites hanging from balloons. But they don't tell you about that because they don't want you to know that's what satellites are. Oh, like that it's not like in the orbit or whatever. Like, they do that shit to control the weather. I've been watching. Ball. I've been watching a weather guy too. Oh, David, I'm telling you, I'm too old to be going through this path again. <laughs> like, what, you were into conspiracy theory, you know, stuff before the flat earth? It was mostly like kind of around 9-11 time? Yeah, so I was into just, we were examining all of the deceptions going on in the world, yeah. The New York uh, 9-11 event and, and other events and, and we just really into all of these things. And then, uh, and then, you know, we had open minds. We were able to see that there is evil in this world. But then when the flat earth came up, um, that's a really hard one to, to wrap your mind around because, you know, people don't like when they've been lied to. And it's harder to convince them they have been lied to, especially when you're ripping out their entire world belief. Exactly. That before they could talk. Before they could talk, before you could talk, you were put in front of cartoons and kids shows that were all ball programming. Go back and watch Sesame Street. It's all ball programming. And then you go to school where your teacher's your god. What do they have at the front of the class? They have a Rockefeller-funded globe. If any of you have a globe where you are right now, go grab it, pick it up, and look at the bottom. And there's a sticker on it that says, not for educational purposes 
Oh, I protect thought you, her soulmate. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, okay. throw it in the fucking garbage. Serious, man? I got one at yeah, work. I'm going to look at it. Yeah, go look at the bottom because they don't want somebody to go, you know what? I'm going to sail from um, from from uh, South America to Africa, and uh, they, you can do a little calculation on it. It should be, you know, 2,000 miles, and you find out that it's, you know, 12,000 miles because the map is wrong because we don't live on a globe. So it, it's right there in front of us. They tell us. I mean, Barack Obama mentioned the Flatter Society a half a dozen times in his speeches when he wasn't calling his husband Michael. So, <laughs> Big Mike. <laughs> Dude, this is the problem I have that I, I, it got me really upset, right? So when you leave like the dogma of the religion, right? You leave that and you're open-minded. And I went and read all about different religions and formulated uh, my opinion on that issue. I look to science like this is not a cult. And now if you learn different things and major breakthroughs in science, this is incredible. And I went that route. And then after a while, looking into to things about in the science community and a lot about philosophy, it always seems like the philosopher I read last was the run, one that got things right. And that's when I started figuring out philosophy, that if you went to school for it, you probably didn't get as good of education. I did jumping all around and seeing how it fucked with my mind and the philosophy I lived. So when you leave the dogma of the church, you go to science, you're figuring that out, and then science kind of disappoints you and lets you down. Or you see the things that the government and different companies absolutely lie to us about, and you lose distrust in them. Then you start teetering in this weird thing of to where I just don't think at all. I just go, it doesn't matter. If it doesn't matter in my life, I don't need to know it right this minute. I'll just give that portion up. I'm not. I'm no longer going to wonder. But then when you start looking into flat earth and stuff, where does it tie back into that, either into the religion and the God aspect of it? Because if I'm listening to somebody on flat earth and the, and the G word comes out, I just instantly lose all interest in it. Well, so that, that's very funny because my whole life I was the same way where, where – um, and there's a lot of Christians in Flat Earth, and if I had run across them first, I never would have looked, because I, I didn't believe in any God or, or anything like that, um, and I believed in evolution, and uh, that we're on the spinning speck in a giant expanding universe, um, and that was it. Now, I could be listening to a podcast about whatever topic, whether it was 9-11 or, or just health or whatever, and I'd have three pages of notes, and then they would mention God, the Bible, the Koran, anything, and I would be like, up oh, religious fanatics, I'd tear out the three pages, throw them in the garbage, unsubscribe, and never go listen to them again. And, and that was me. But then when I was um, forced to look at Flat Earth uh, to purpose, with the bias to prove it wrong, uh, to prove the globe, uh, I came out the other end and realized that there's zero proof of the globe. There's endless proof of the Flat Earth. And that, that it's not the shape of the Earth that matters. It's, it's the lie and the lie is that we are a random accident when, in fact, this world is created by a creator. Now, I'm not going to say who the creator is. That's everyone's personal journey. But it's intelligently designed. So we live in a world that is intelligently designed. Um, you could say that's aliens. You could say whatever you want to say. It's all right. But it's intelligently designed. It's not a random speck that just formulated because of gravity and the lightning struck and created an amoeba that turned into a fish that turned into a monkey that turned into a human that it it's a an intelligently created space so rather than 
believe that we are lost in space, spinning out of control with trillions of other specs where an asteroid could take us out at any second, you know, where there's limited resources. We are at the center of creation. We are in a place where our thoughts can create our reality, which is completely different than when the controllers of our mind want us to know. So you don't have to use the word God or, or anything like that, but we are in an intelligently created world. And once you understand that, you can take your power back because there's nobody that has dominion over, uh, over us uh, unless we give it to them. That's, you can call it universal law. Other people call it God's law. Um, it's just natural law that we are free, uh, sovereign beings with great power, and they don't want us to know that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of the same message that another David gave about the lizard people. You know, well, David Icke, you know, and, and his lizard people stuff. You know, David Icke has been putting out some amazing content recently. I don't know if you've been listening to him, but he has, you know, you could say he tainted it with this, with, uh, you know, saying that they're lizard people, but people there's some listen. weird stuff going on in this world, my friend. <laughs> people listen. I actually and, uh, wouldn't put it past to have reptilian people. See, though. You know what, though? That I think the flat earth, we got to work on these words, man. I say we now, like all of a sudden now I'm part of this <laughs> whole thing. I'm thinking we need better words because, man, when the communists say the universe, like the Christian people just get on there and say, oh, please, God, ask for help because we, have, we need something we can't do anything about. We need some luck. Pray to God. I get that. What now if, the communists say, ask the universe for positive karma or something. I'm just like, you're just doing the same exact thing. The, the science community has just become another fucking nutty cult to me. I'm, and if well, I, if, if I have if, to join a cult, I think I'm going with the flat earth one. <laughs> what? Yeah, so, but, but, you know, we realize that our thoughts create our reality. And, and Nick, I can prove it. Because just look at your life. Everything you have in your life is because of the way you think. You, you've brought everything you had into your life by the way you think, the people that you're with. It all has to do with the vibration, the frequency of your thoughts. Everything you have in your life, um, you know, every situation you have in your life is all brought in by the way that you think. So Christians say you need to pray to Jesus. You know, the Muslims say you have to pray to Muhammad. The Russians, you say they pray to the universe, whatever. Well, those are all your thoughts. Okay, so your thoughts are harmonizing with whatever you want to call it. You want to call it the universe, you want to call it God, you want to put a name on it, feel free. But if you use it in that way, if you direct that energy, you can do amazing things in this world. But none of that works if you're a random speck spinning out of control in an endless universe where you're going to die at any seconds. They, they don't want you to know that. You know, people say, so flat earth is a psyop. Well, if it was a psyop, it would have been gone years ago. No scientist has come up to prove anything. I have an offer of a Bitcoin. You guys know about cryptocurrency, right? Oh, right. yeah. Bought some this week. Yeah, okay. I got a Bitcoin. It's $34,000 today. What? Uh, a Bitcoin, one proof of the globe. One proof of the globe. I'll transfer a Bitcoin to you immediately. Okay? A full Bitcoin. Right? That's going to be worth a million dollars in the next 10 years. Boy, you were crazy when you bought that one, right? I was not crazy when I bought that one. <laughs> Man, you but bought that have, thing a long time But I have no fear in losing it. I have no fear in losing it because there is no proof of a spinning ball. People think, what about sticks and shadows? What about the, the Greeks 500 years ago or 2,000 years ago? They proved it. Um, you know, what about day and night, seasons? All of that stuff is pro proves flat earth. You're just brainwashed into not being able to see the real answers. 
You know, I was interviewing a woman named Ruth, 102 years old, in January of this year, of last year, 2020. And uh, she uh, was telling me about the World's Fairs in the early 1900s, and she was a kid when she went to them, and she was remembering her fifth birthday party, and she was telling me about it. I was like, wow, this woman's got a really great memory. And I said, where did you go to school? And she told me the name of her elementary school, what street it was on, what the teacher's name was, some kids in her class. I said, what did they teach you about the earth in elementary school? And she says, they taught me the earth was flat. Now, I had never mentioned flat earth to her. And, and I was like, really? And I quickly got the camera out, and I started inter- interviewing her, <laughs> and she told me all about it, and then they changed it. They, they, she said, then later in, the, you know, later in the later school years, they changed it. This was in the United States, in Connecticut, in the 1920s. So then we started researching, and we found a woman in Croatia um, who was a little bit younger, but she said in the 1930s, everyone in Croatia knew the earth was flat, and they changed it. And, uh, and and we found newspaper articles on microfilm about teachers in the early 1900s in Europe and in, in America that were being persecuted for trying to teach heliocentrism. So this changeover happened recently in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Then we had the world wars and we had all of this stuff. It's just distraction. They were destroying the old world. And for you know, control, think- right? Like when you go in, you would always hear the, the crusades. When you go in and take over a piece of land, you got to change their belief system and their government system. It's like all right. in one. They, they, you, you, you mentioned mud floods earlier, right? Oh, I love that. Was that you that mentioned? Yeah. I've done so many. I've done John, so many interviews today. No, you're doing great, John. John Levy and the Flat Earth British yeah. man. I love those two guys too. So Martin Levy, Flat Earth British, and John Levy, amazing. Did you see uh, John? Uh, did you see Flat Earth British's short video today? Just the images. No, not yet. He, a video came out today. It's short. He just has images set to music. It literally made me cry. Oh man, it's wow. just. A, Dude, and John so Levy, he put on one not too long ago when it was getting real cold where he lives. I, I didn't think he was going to make it. I'm like, oh, this is a whole yeah, other level of excitement. I've been talking to John. Oh, you're friends John, with him? John, I'm not. I, I, we, we've been communicating on email. I'm trying to get him on my Monday night what? show. That's so cool. Uh, I love him. Yeah, John. John is uh, John is the man. Those those the, and all of his videos are 20 minutes. Oh, and you, he, he and he like just he get, and he gives that little thing like he could give up at any moment. Like he, no, it's beating him, it's God beating him down so amazing. much. That that no, he, he sounded more energetic to me. He should be getting paid ten million dollars a year for his content. He really should. I know. So, I gotta donate. So I gotta donate to him. Yeah. Every time Have he you, fixes uh, the intro, like he gets a little better and takes it up another level, I'm gonna send him a couple of bucks. <laughs> John is uh, John. John Levy stuff is great. But by the way, in the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, there's a mud flood button on the web page. If you click the little web button, bottom right corner is the mud flood button. I tell people if they haven't looked into mud floods, bring food and water if you're going to click that puppy. Yeah, yeah. so let's and, talk uh, about the app. When I downloaded the app, the first thing that came up was the clock, and it's got the sun and the moon revolving around you know, around the earth on a flat earth with the clock and you could put it to military time, which is awesome because I'm too stupid and it has numbers. <laughs> so I can look at it and man, I've started to learn military time by actually getting to see it instead of trying to figure it out in my head. <laughs> so man, I'm telling you right off the bat, I was happy about that. And it did let me know that sometime the simplest expe- uh, explanation probably is the right one. It does seem like a way simpler way of looking at the earth and making things make sense. So let me, let me talk about this just for a moment. The sky is the perfect clock, and, and the, the controls of this world, when they gave us clocks, they're like, hey, we better make them go around twice 
a day so they don't figure out that it's the sky clock that we're talking about. The sun is the hour hand, and it goes around once a day over the face of the Earth. It circles around once a day. It moves at a, you know, 1,000 miles an hour, 24,000 oh, miles around. Dude, that's and, total so the, sense, man. I'm telling you, I'm in this cult. You got me on the fucking clock. Let him the talk. app works. I'm Stop. sorry. I'm excited. I just figured out what he so, said. So, I put it together. Yeah, so let me, let me explain. The sun keeps track of the hours and the days. Well, the sun also goes faster than the moon. The moon does the same thing the sun does, but the sun laps the moon once every 28 days. So the position and phases of the moon keep track of the weeks and the moons. The moons. Okay. <laughs> And then you have the zodiac stars, which are fixed in their position. They're spinning around with the sun, but they're going slightly faster than the sun. So slightly that they only lap the sun once a year. So each of the 12 constellations, is uh, the sun is within the constellation for about a month, right? Because it's slowly... Oh, so that's the zodiac the signs and shit oh. when you're born yeah. and all. Oh, this app's great. Whoa. Well worth the two, $30 right there. The, st- the sun, I mean, the stars keep track of the seasons and the years, and they work like a perfect clock, right? So we can look at them, and we could say, on, you know, in, on the December 21st, the year 2020, these planets are going to align, you know, with the sun, and they, they know you can predict everything. Eclipses are on an 18-year and 11-day cycle or something like that, some, somewhere around 18 years and a certain number of days, and then they repeat again and again, like a perfect clock, like the wheels in a clock. The wheels in the sky keep on turning, and they work perfectly. <laughs> tonight. And, and Mark, we're like, all right, I make, draw see some star patterns up there, make a little chart. Next year, this time, same night, go out, and those stars will be in the exact same position. But if we were in this heliononsensical solar system, we'd be billions of miles from where we were last year, right? Everything's moving around like a bunch of bees. None of that would, would make sense. The stars wouldn't be in the same position night to night. Yeah, overcomplicated. The, yeah, it, it's just... They, they spin around, everything works like a perfect clock. The sky clock um, keeps track of the times, the seasons, and the epochs, and there's other bigger wheels um, up there. You know, these alignments happen on a repeating basis. So I'm going to tell you this. In my everyday life, already having that model would benefit me yeah. and help me to where it, even if it is round, it's more beneficial for me in my everyday life is to look at it as it's flat to simplify things and make it my everyday life easier because I have a simpler formula to figure stuff like that out. Wow. Right. So subconsciously, if you believe that you're spinning 1,000 miles an hour, orbiting at 66,000 miles an hour, chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour, moving sideways at you know another million miles an hour, or you're perfectly still and everything within the Earth system is rotating above you which one makes you feel better you know try meditating on the first scenario and then shake that off and meditate on the second scenario where you're on solid ground in a created system safe wow. where everything above you now if any of you are into astrology i used to laugh at astrology i'm like how could a planet 25 million miles away you know a rocky ball affect me well if you understood that there is no such thing as a planet, that these, they, they used to be called wandering stars, 
and they're within the Earth system. And if you zoom in on them, they're their own lights. They're not reflecting sunlight. And if you zoom in on some of the stars with our with our optics of today, consumer optics, you can see that they're not burning balls of hydrogen. They're pulsing orbs of geometric patterns and colors and energy. I think that these things within our Earth system are sentient in nature. They're energetic. They're part of our system. They, you know, stars may be souls of people. Oh, and, shit. And, and, oh, and, right, calm and that's why you can calm see down, different David. ones sometimes. Oh, no, dude, that makes hey, sense. Holy fuck. <laughs> I have a stupid question. Can I ask something? Uh-oh. Okay, the Go stupid ahead. question I have is, what do you think the bottom of the earth is? Like, is oh, it, is no. it, Come is on. the earth? No, I'm serious. Like, do you think that like yeah, the bottom question. of it, you know what I'm saying? Turtles. Shh. Good question. It's a turtle on top of a porpoise on top of a <laughs> Um No. So, so you know, here, here's the thing. The deepest hole ever dug, flat earth or globe earth, the deepest hole ever dug is the great borehole bore or something like that in <laughs> Russia. And they worked on it for years, multinational, uh, you know, hole. And they got down just short of eight miles where they hit an impenetrable barrier. They couldn't drill through it. They couldn't blow it up. They couldn't do anything. They tried for years, and it was something they just couldn't get through. You know, they can drill through anything. They could drill through solid steel, rocks, doesn't matter. Could they matter. figure out they what, what uh, material it was made of? They could not get through it. There's, you don't, there's no more information on it. Wow. So if you look at the flat earth model, um, you know, there's a there's a dome over us, a, a solid dome holding in our, our our us in this Earth system. The firmament, Perhaps that's another, right? The firmament. Yeah, the firmament. Tim Lott told me that. Another firmament <laughs> below us. Maybe there's you know different layers of uh, you know of of. So of so the the Earth the part of it is flat, but we could be technically in a cylind- uh circular fucking would it be what is the thing called a no, spherical no, no, that, thing that's just firmaments that are rounded off well that that could be it you know the uh, the earth's surface is flat but here's the thing um when they d- dug this hole they used ground penetrating radar and whatever tech they did to figure out what they were going to hit next and they were wrong every step of the way hey there's no more rocks up oh, there's rocks hey there's no more water up oh, they hit water they were wrong every step of the way so Eight miles is literally equivalent to drilling through the skin of an apple, not even the skin. And they were wrong every step of the way, but every science book shows you a cross-section of the globe Earth and tells you what's in the, all the way down to the core. I always wanted to they know how they knew, get, right. They couldn't even get the skin right, okay? That's pseudoscience. That's a meme that everyone believes is science. It's just <laughs> right, a meme. Right, right. No, yeah, I always wondered okay? that, how they knew what so, the fuck was in there and how they could get that far. Chris yeah, Collinsworth so would is, be very what proud is of below you. the flat Earth. I don't know. Nobody can know. That's speculation. What's beyond the shoreline of Antarctica? I don't know. No one's allowed to go there until after the year twenty forty one, where they'll kick the can down the road another forty years. So we could be okay. we could be under a dome, but we could actually be on part of a way bigger planet that we don't realize. Like we could just be a section. Oh, they of could something. be these little pods everywhere, well, all over. They could be endless well, amounts here, here, of them. Here's the thing. We could be on an endless plane, and there could be other suns, other pods. There could be other worlds. Check this out. Where would extraterrestrials come from? Well, take the word. Extra is more. Terra is from territory, which is land, extra land. And they come from the outer space beyond Antarctica, across the plane, the outer spaces. On the other side, the the giant walls. Oh, the outer space of our space. If you, there's an interesting talk, and it's just speculation, but you know how we have the, all of the, the Mayans and the Aztecs, they all disappeared somewhere. Where did they go? Why did they leave? And all and the I ones that built all these giant castles and stuff. Yeah. 
Where did they go? And I say they went to outer space, the outer spaces. And perhaps their son at the time moved out farther, and our son moved into this place. The son is born in the north. And, uh, and so I did a talk. If you, if you just go on my YouTube channel, which is the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H, and search for the outward flow of civilizations. Um, it's myself and Sophia Smallstorm, and we talk about um, how this outward flow could happen. Because if you look, you know, there's stories like the Bostock Saga that talk about life be- beginning at the center of Earth. And the center of flat Earth is the North Pole. Well, a star, could, you know, the sun could have come from the Earth at the north and melted out a pocket. And then that sun started oscillating farther and farther out, in and out, just like our sun does now. It goes out to the Tropic of Capricorn, which is just south of the equator, and then into the Tropic of Cancer, which is just north of the equator. And every six months it goes out, and then it turns around and comes back. And if you look at your app right now, the sun is almost over that outer yellow line, which is the Tropic of Capricorn, and it's the outer southern lands summer because the sun is over them and the reason the sun is low in the sky for us is because it's farther away from us imagine an airplane at you know 10,000 feet or whatever height it's flying at and flies directly over your head that's the plane flew directly over your head now imagine that plane is 20 miles to your left at the same altitude well it's way lower in the sky it's still at the same height but it's way lower in the sky because it's farther out, farther away from you. Just like the sun is low in our sky right now here in the north, um, it's because it's farther away. It's out south, not down south, out south. Wow. And, and now you look at your, your sun on the, on the app, it's already coming back in. It was over December 21st, but it's already moving its way back in. And on the app, there's a little guide jump button. If you hit that, it jumps the sun one month ahead of the time. So you could jump it all the way up to June or July, oh, and you'll see that, that. Oh, so there it is. It's so I should be able. I should north. be able to predict day moons, also, right? Like, and day <laughs> well, that, moons will make more sense. Yeah. So when you look at the app and you're like, "Hey, the sun's right there. It's over me." But look, the moon is should be right there, and you you look up in the sky and like, "Huh, I never would have seen that if I didn't have my app." There's the moon right where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm always fascinated by day moons. I'm like, how am, I, how am I seeing this right now? So I can't wait to have the app so go, oh, when it's in this alignment, that's when I see the day moon. And have you been getting the notifications for the daily free featured video? No, I probably turned that off. No. <laughs> yeah, turn that back on. Oh, all right. Turn that back on. Go into your phone settings, go to notifications, go to FE clock, and turn on all of those notifications. You only get one notification a day, and basically it just tells you what the daily video is. I do short videos during the week, longer ones on the weekend, and I tell people, if you think Flat Earth is stupid, you know, get the app, take the daily app challenge, which is just watch one video a day for two weeks. And then you will know that you don't live on a spinning ball and you could lose the respect of your friends and family just like I did. <laughs> and you only... <laughs> so so what, I, what, what happens is people say, you know, I heard you on, uh, on the Not Real Radio show and I bought your stupid app for $2.99 and I took the challenge, but I didn't want to wait for all, you know, each day for another video. So I hit the archive button, which is the little <laughs> red button next to that, and up come all the videos from the last two years. And uh, I haven't slept in two days. My... my, my Family thinks I'm crazy. You know, what do I do? And I'm like, welcome to flat earth. You know, keep, just breathe. You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get okay. used to this new reality, too. 
I, Here's the thing. You know, when I say that I rip the foundation of your world out from under you, well, if you live on a spinning ball flying through an infinite vacuum, you have no foundation. You're lost in space. I'm putting you on the solid foundation. Okay, we live in the Antarctic basin on an immovable plane. Antarctica, check this out. A puddle forms at the low spot in the ground, and the and the if you walk around the puddle, it's just because the land is higher than the water surface. Well, a pond is a bigger puddle, a lake is a bigger pond, and the oceans of the world are a giant puddle. Just think of it as a giant puddle. Well, the shoreline of that puddle is Antarctica. It's not a, Antarctica is not a continent at the bottom of a ball. It's the outer shoreline of the world pond. And all of the continents are islands within that pond, okay? But here's the funny the thing is, if you got on a boat and went to Florida, Jamaica, uh, Venice, wherever, go anywhere in the world, you can pull up to the shoreline, you can get off the boat, and you can walk in town. But if you take the boat all the way to the outer edge of the lake, you're going to get to Antarctica. And guess what? The land is 200 feet over your head. The ice wall. Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. And that's why all of the water is within the Antarctic Basin. That's where we live. Do you think when Hitler was in Antarctica doing a bunch of stuff during that time, do you think he was trying to use that in his construction of the reality he wanted to usher in? I think, uh, you know, I think Hitler and, and everyone, they figured it out back in the early you know, 1900s. Uh, whether, you know, the controllers that we see of this world are just the puppets of the real controllers that we don't know who they are. You know, they're the royal bloodlines. If, if you look at all of the world leaders, um, 97% of them have blue eyes. Well, blue eyes is a recessive gene that both parents have to have blue eyes, and only 17% of the world has blue eyes. How does 97% of the world leaders even today, have blue eyes. Because they're fucking okay. lizard people, man. <laughs> <laughs> because they're from these royal bloodlines. So, so um, th- you know, there's maps of Antarctica before it had ice, that there was a tropical lands down in Antarctica. So there was a shift in climate, and, uh, and, and that's where my outward, the outward flow of civilizations talk comes in, where, you know, what if you woke up, one day, and our sun no longer came back in from that outer, uh, from the outer loop it takes, and it started going out farther. So, all, so you know, the so all of North America, if everything from Mexico north and all of Europe stayed frozen all year long, and it just started compiling ice like Antarctica, and it never melted. It just got more every time it rained or snowed. It just it never melted, and it got more and more. What would you do? You would flow outwards. You would move outwards with the sun, right? So as that keeps moving out, this Arctic ice barrier um, will separate you from the center of the Earth. And then 10 years later, 100 years later, whatever it is, if another sun was born in the center, you're too far away from, to, from it to ever see it. And so now there's a whole new world uh, in the center when you're on this outer ring, okay? Wow. Got yeah. Th- 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 by the way, these are, this is just me speculating on what could be. All of it makes more sense than the helio-nonsensical soul lure system, where literally they're trying to lure your soul away. It definitely I, is more I, fun I, to, to look into and think about. Like, man, I think about this, I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Like a new path. And, 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 uh, and have you hit the question mark button on the app yet? I, is that where it pulls up where you had every question? Like, I went to look and dig into this. I'm like, every question, question. <laughs> I was going to ask you and talk to you about, it's like right there. 
If you have it's a question there. out there and we didn't ask and you want to know, you go to this app and it's it's there. Anything you can ask, it's like you, you've been asked those questions enough time that you built the app to go, here, this is what right. you would ask and this is the answer. Yep, and it's the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. If you just type in Flat Earth, it should be the top head. It's $2.99, and it's by Blue Water Bay because there's some really crappy knockoffs by some globe trolls that are like the Flat Earth Society that are trying to, <laughs> um, trying to keep them up. That's, it's, it's funny, but it's really not funny. because no, I'm sorry. It's just funny because that's what happens when you're in a cult. Then you got competing cults. <laughs> it's usually when it's time to go to war. <laughs> You know what's funny is the the globe model is the cult because that's the religion. You know the flat Earth is science based and and it's the truth. So the the problem is the the elite. This is their most important secret. It's the biggest secret they have. If you look at it, all space agencies are in on it. All um, you know textbooks, all the universities. They they may not know, but the people that feed them the the information. This is all programming, all television, all movie studios, everything is about the globe. You know, the, the, the NASA is just about making you think you can live on a ball. SpaceX, it's all about that. Because if people wake up to the fact that we live in a created world, not an accident world, then they take their power back. They start seeing, they're like, you don't have dominion don't, over me. You I don't have think that's more scary? To me, it's scarier no. to me to think somebody created no. this and I'm like uh, just a pawn in this game. Nah, to think you're in a random accident flying through the middle of nowhere. Um, once you start, once you see it, once you look into it further and further, um, it all becomes evidently clear. I mean, if you told me that I would be, you know, uh, talking, that, that I would have had my, I had my own uh, commercial solar power development company, myself and a couple partners. I, I couldn't even have imagined that I had that. But as soon as I was able to imagine that, I actually manifested it. I had this company for five, six years, and then I walked away from it all. So if you told me that you're going to have a company like that, and then you're going to, that's doing really well, making a ton of money, and you're going to walk away from it all to go talk flat earth on the radio, I would say you're absolutely crazy. And then if you told me on top of that, not only are you going to talk about flat earth, you're going to talk about a creator, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's sanity. Right. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. Oh, man, hey, just be thankful you didn't become a minimalist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, uh, the world is an amazing, amazing place. I have not been bored for five for one second since I discovered Flat Earth. The world is an amazing place. 2020, one of the best years of my life. 2020, can you believe that? I mean, the world's falling apart. People are losing their livelihoods. Suicide's up to a record, you know, numbers. And, and we're about to go into some serious insanity in the next 30 days, if you ask me. But greatest year of my life. All right, what is, the, what is that that you just said? We're going to go into insanity. Well, what do you think is going to happen with this whole election thing coming up in the, between the 6th and the 21st? I mean, if you could bet on something, I would bet on and I'd bet on what riots, you know. Really? What what outcome no. is not going to come out without insanity? I think this is what happens, right? If Trump would have won or say still they put Trump in office. I, I think the whole thing is totally fake. But I think if you put Trump in office, then you would have had riots, places burned down, and uh, total upheaval, right? But when Republicans seem to lose, they go to work and they pay more taxes. All right. So that, for me, 
solidifies my belief that Trump is going to get put in office. Really? You think they're going to? Yeah. No way. Oh, now, look, if that happens in the next 30 days, yes, we are in for... Yeah, add a one and then, just and as fun. What would make it even worse than that? What if they put Trump in office, right? They 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 bring out a whole bunch of other scandals, and then they like fake assassinate him or something even worse. Okay, the 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 their goal is order out of chaos. They want to destroy America, but they can't. They need us to destroy it. So they're planning the scenario where people, the American people, will destroy America. Force you know, them they, to make always, a choice, force them to pick a side, and then have them destroy each other. Yeah. They, and make they, they, a shitload of more money. Yeah, it's all about, you know, they, they want to get rid of the middle class. Anybody that can support themselves without working for a giant corporation or the government, uh, they want to destroy. So they only have, you know... You know, Costco can stay open, Walmart can stay open, but the local pizza guy can't stay open. You know, you know the the hardware store. It's it's crazy what they're doing, and people are just listening. I mean, none of this stuff is law. Anybody, you know, any store, anyone that's listening to me that owns a restaurant, pack it solid tomorrow. Let just bring people in and insist that they don't wear masks. That's my advice. Okay, because this entire thing is insane. The amount of money though that was spent to convince people that this is completely normal and we need to do this to save each other, it's not surprising that the vast majority of people are going along with it. Like, they have, deemed, will, they have made it to where you're a bad person and you don't care about other people if you go against this government plan. I mean, we, we don't have time to get into it, but, you know, the, the virus has never been identified. They've never isolated it. Therefore, they can't synthesize it. They can't make a vaccine for it. Look where it all started in Wuhan, China. Did you see Wuhan, China on New Year's? They are, they're full back in. They're having rave parties, right? They've gotten over the virus, but they've never had a vaccine. How did they get over it? People right. were dropping dead in the streets there, supposedly. It is nonsense it's the entire thing it's I, completely pissing me off when they say the economy was collapsed by covid and it wasn't like nothing no. in our life would have changed due to covid but the response it, by the government with trump in office the response by the governments would caused all this stuff to happen like it wasn't like people were dying everywhere to where no one's there to stock the shelves at the grocery or no one's there to run the machines you know or click on shit like, none of that happened. The only Less thing that happened died was in a response. 2020 than 2019. Less people died worldwide in 2020 than in 2019. Wow. Less people died overall. They just moved everyone over, for every column, over to the COVID column. Oh, you, got, you died in a motorcycle crash? COVID. You got, oh, gunshot room? COVID. COVID. Oh, you've had cancer and dementia and you're 97? Oh, COVID. They, they just completely, oh, suicide, COVID. Which came you know, from payoff COVID. money. The hospital well, industries just paid off, too. They're, that shit's about as real as NASA. When you talk about people being, like, uh, taught, damn, if you're in the medical industry, you're taught by the pharmaceutical companies. They're the continued education. These, and then and most of the people that become doctors and nurses were just really good at memorizing things and spitting the information back out. There's no critical thinking in there. You want to solve a patient's problem, they go type in a laptop, the symptoms. They got the drug manufacturer options right there. They pick one, they give it to you, and you leave. Sorry, Dave, I got wow. really passionate. 
No, it, it's worse. I mean, if you've seen the empty hospitals videos, the, the news is reporting the hospitals are overrun and people are going to those hospitals at that time with cameras and running through the hospitals and they're empty. They're emptier than they've ever been. But these are the okay? same people it, that, that's going to tell us how the earth is and, you know, everything. Else. It all ties in together, man. I think you're, you're right with that. So, uh, so again, all, why does the shape of the earth matter during these COVID times? That it matters because if you're lost in space, spinning out of control, uh, you have no idea where you are, what, who you are, what you are, and there's no, you have no way to make a rational decision. So that's why I'm pushing this. That's why, you know, I, we just went to, we had a Flat Earth conference in October in South Carolina. It was like 450 of us there. No one wore masks. Everyone was hugging. Uh, everyone's awake. No one's falling for the bullshit. And uh, it's just amazing people. They don't want that. They don't want that. We're all healthy, awake, aware of the deception, and not giving them our power. They can't have that because then they won't be able to control us. Dude, well said, man. I'm gonna check out you. You're on the Flat Earth podcast, but there's there's another one, Dirth or something. D i r t h. Oh, di- what is that? D i t r h. It's the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. That's my YouTube channel. I have nice short videos there. All videos that I've made. D i t r h. The initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. The other Facebook, the other um, on Facebook, the Flat Earth Podcast. You can find stuff there. Also, YouTube, the Flat Earth Clock app channel has lots of videos there. Some of them that are on the app, um, but not all the ones on the app are there. But the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app is the way to learn about Flat Earth um, if you really want to look into it. And I'll finish by saying you can lead a man to flat water, but you can't make him think rationally about the shape of the Earth. (laughs) Well, dude, David, nice talking to you, man. Pleasure. All right, man. Thanks. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Definitely, man. We have to check back with you soon, man. Good talking to you. All right, man. Thanks. See ya. That was David Weiss, the Flat Earth Podcast. That was fun, man. I think we learned a lot. Yeah. I really been looking at the the clock app. It's like three bucks, man. I think you wasted three dollars on on worse things than that. I think it's really cool. I like looking at it that way. I don't know. It's fun, neat little app. And I'm not a person that goes and buys apps. Tell you what, looking at that clock thing, it does make a lot of sense, like with the way the sun moves and everything. I'm just at the point where it makes my day-to-day like thought process simpler and easier. I don't really fucking care if it's round or not. Why argue it? If it helps me and it's easier to figure things out, I guess, time-wise, and I don't know what other way. What would change? That's my only real question. I'm still not unclear of what would change. If it helps me understand military time, the 24-hour yeah, thing, cycle, it's worth it right there. Because I'm not fucking launching a rocket. I don't, <laughs> like, I'm not digging a hole in China. I'm not sailing. Like It doesn't matter if what the fuck the planet is. But I do like shit that their information leads you to. Like, there's only so much you can keep flat earth, flat earth. All right. But there's a lot of other things that That's start tying into it, it yeah, yeah. that I okay. find very interesting. All right. Like, Fair we enough. know the fucking government lies. We know the <laughs> official stories. History is written by the victors. And if you go dig any deep into history and you don't get conflicts, that means you're just reading one source of material. Mm. So it, you know history is manipulated. You know science manipulated. You know, our thought process was manipulated by the companies and the religions, organizations, and all this. And if you're just looking for the truth or find that interesting, the tagline, Flat Earth, can lead you to a lot of cool shit. I've definitely found that. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, the mud flood stuff and those old buildings and just the... 
He brought up the World's Fair. That stuff online is incredible just to go see. They did have these baby incubators, and the amount of population versus the style and size of buildings that were built at that time, it is strange to me. And I do go, yeah, they're they're lying. There's something bigger going on. Sure, And the sheep who just get in line and and go to slaughter, I'm going to go, but at least I'm going to understand what I'm doing (laughs) and why I'm being manipulated. To me, it's almost part of being a man. And I don't mean that being like a man, like not being a woman. I mean being like a grown adult, a human being, a functioning. Yeah, Yeah, thinking for your fucking self and not just taking everything on a face value. Like where does this rebellious counterculture come from there it's like not there Mm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's like the same people would fight the government to the end because they knew they were doing some fucked up shit for people or just all in on it now Mm. they asking the universe to save them it's like a certain time you gotta save your fucking self and stop just being led around well dude that was fun though david weiss the flat earth podcast dude when we come back we got netflix reviews we're gonna see what happens when people Need to find a different reality and become minimalist. We watch that. Raised by Wolves, news you need to know about. But first, he's DJ Mayday with the break. DJ Mayday, Not Real Radio 255. Coming up at the break, we have Nine Inch Nails and a reading from the Black Iron Prison. Stay tuned. Not Real Radio 255. reading from the black iron prison hey kid welcome to prison you think you just woke up here one day right think again it was your whole life that brought you to this fact is you were born to be here go ahead look around i'll be here when you get back looks smaller than it is don't it sometimes it doesn't even feel all that bad but still you look through those bars and you see all that you're missing hopes, dreams, what could have been. Here, put your palms up to the black iron, grab the bars, let me show you something. Feel that? That's all the books you've read. And that entire wall over there is your adolescence. Look up, it's your CD collection. The floor you woke up on? Your parents. Like I said, you were born to be here. It's your life, it's the cold trap of your own existence. You painted yourself into a corner. So, now you're wondering why you feel trapped here, in your own life. Why now? Why today? Can you see the bars of a black, iron, prison that you made for yourself? Because you stopped reacting, and took a couple of steps forward. You thought you could do what you wanted. You tried to be self-reliant, and bang. You smacked your head against the wall. What's that? That's when the claustrophobia sets in. When you didn't know you were trapped, everything was fine. But now that you know, you can see your entire, tired, monotonous life stretch out before you, trapped in these four walls, these six sides. Breathe, kid. It's just abject panic that you're feeling right now. Some even say that this is what death feels like, an unchanging life, immune and unfeeling to what you really want. Look around you. Look at these cold, black bars. The colorless ceiling. The hard ground. That's your universe. That's the world you're going to be living in for the rest of your life here in prison. 
you're going to live out your life in quiet desperation. Or, not so quiet if you decide to take the rife, bell tower route. Either way, long or short, it'll feel the same. Dead, unchanging. So, if you're interested, I'd like to invite you to a jailbreak. Just turn around. The Black Iron Prison, page 1. A reading from the Black Iron Prison. We have no illusions about how far a piece of writing can reach. Sending out new ideas into this world without a multi-million dollar marketing scheme have about as good a chance at reaching their destination as a paper airplane in a hurricane. But, we take our chances. For the most part, the people that put this document together agree that the planet that we live on has become a foul place, and we agree that something needs to be done. But we disagree on damn near everything else. We disagree on how it has come to this mess, and we disagree on the direction it is all heading to. What we have observed is that the more people are able to think for themselves, the less willing they become to exhaust themselves at someone else's command. An open-minded person is better able to see past the illusions that have this civilization headed toward what seems to be a fiery demise, and may even do something about it. We acknowledge that it would be in everybody's best interests if there were more creative and critical thinkers analyzing the situation and broadcasting their observations. Where this would take us, we don't really know. But we have come to a situation where it seems that any change would be a good change. The history of the entire known universe and a long legacy of philosophical and scientific exploration has resulted in this effort to get you to do some critical thinking. And if you turn it down, you're gonna get left behind. You've gotta catch up on your own. Because no one else is turning back to save you. A lot of us don't really have it in us to go to great lengths to disguise the message anymore. Some of us can string together some loose metaphors, but for many, at this point, it's just not worth the effort to dress things up, or the risk that one might not understand the point that we are trying to make. The time has come for people to start thinking for themselves. Towing other people's lines and doing other people's bidding has not worked so far. In fact, it's getting hard to avoid noticing just how messy this place has become, and the situation seems urgent enough for us not to hold back. We want people to think for themselves, and we deliver this message with no good intention to the way things are currently being done on this planet. We don't want nothing else. We don't want memberships and we don't want telephone numbers. We don't want our audience's undivided attention and we won't make moves on their girl. We don't want our audience to sell things. We don't want them to attend our meetings. There is nothing to memorize, and we don't need anybody to take an oath. It has come to our attention that not many people really know what it means to look after themselves on the planet Earth in the year 2007. Call it a support group for the freedom impaired. Haven't you had enough yet? Are you getting sick of it all? You should be. Sickness is your way of life. Take this pill, do this job, but we won't give you enough time to cook, so eat this pre-made meal. Hey, it may kill you dot 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 eventually, but think of the poor starving children in Ethiopia. Sure, your apathy over politics helped contribute to the mess, but think of them. Care for this, eat that, watch this, take your crap, drink your beer and stay smiling. We tell you where to go and what to do. Tired of being bought and sold like cattle? 
Are you sheep or goat? Do you want to be led by the nose or do you want to headbutt the herders, then perhaps run amok the flock for a while, scaring the bejesus out of them? There's too much of everything nowadays, everything that in a special way is nothing. Keeping up with the neighbors and the fashions while trying to keep up with the bills while having your attention distracted by vacuous twits on the idiot box. It drains you to the point that caring becomes too much of a hassle and the depressives of society become an attractive choice to make. And that's exactly how we want it. Tired little sheep kept running by the faithful hounds all day long until they are too tired and submit, they break. Who are we? Nowadays, practically everyone dot 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 your boss, your leaders, the media at large, the people responsible for American Idol, X Factor, fill in pointless waste of music reality TV program here, a huge faceless confederacy constantly trying to sway you this way and that, turn you into a follower of anything. But you can be free. You can sign your very own declaration of independence today, turn the tables on this alliance of idiot leaders who would take you for all you have. How? By ignoring us and taking your own road. Yes. It's that simple. What has paying them attention ever done, other than distract and depress you? Until you do that, you cannot own yourself, despite having every material need in the world fulfilled. You can live the safe, numbing life of a servant or you can live it how it was meant to be, exciting, and terrifying, but ultimately free. This has been a reading from the Black Iron Prison. You are listening to Not Real Radio. Not Real Radio. 255. If you're listening and beginning to hear more David, I'm going to have to update the the YouTube video in its entirety. Oh, that's right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Fun. <laughs> I was like, it's not just one. I was thinking it was just one. It's Do like, I get yeah. bonus points that I already deleted the uh, few attempts we had at the beginning? Yeah, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Good idea. That's why <laughs> when I looked to do it, I didn't see them. So I'm like, I don't it know what the fuck. It wasn't hard to do it. I don't know what's going on, so it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, me either. Had to do something different right before we did oh, something yeah. different. We got, a, uh, we got a thumbs down. I think it might have been from that. We also had some people that were new listeners. Lost your sound. Still no sound. Anybody there? How goes it? Question mark. And I was like, oops. I didn't. I was so enthralled by the guy, and I didn't know what that What are you supposed to do? When we're in the game, you got to be in the game. Like, well, just you tell me to like pay attention <laughs> to the show, so I'm actually paying attention because somebody's saying something interesting for once. And I, I fucking didn't notice. If there was the chat nothing room. you could do. You know what? It's hard to change a tire on a bicycle that you're riding. You know what I'm saying? We were riding the bike. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, we were yeah. gonna fix it, it needed to be earlier. Unfortunately, whatever fucking we did when we were testing it, <laughs> it all was a failed. Big fail. it, it was, was a, a fail, fail from everywhere. Mayday was... fucking sucks wait, wait, at wait, testing. Wait, wait, I shit would that think you were playing, Mayday. It's really, really not helping the situation. Time out. <laughs> Of anybody in the room that I think would take it serious and like do a good job of doing that, I would not pick you to be the problem. And you wait, suck at that wait, every time. No. Oh, don't th- wait. What? Oh, no. Uh oh. Like normal, we the show oh, no, build up. No, Mayday's infallible. Okay, go ahead. Thanks, Allie. You're welcome. The show build up usually where it gets very chaotic, or pretty much the entire show where it's very chaotic. A lot of clips. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. random. Yeah. Mayday doing his thing. That works. It does what it does during the regular show, but when we're testing stuff and trying to do that, it's just getting more complicated and crazy, and then we're, okay, let's test to see if it's echoing. Right, I think that's why it sounded like Allie, it was echoing. Allie, please, you ruined the entire point I was going to make. All right, just 
stay quiet for two minutes. Dude, fuck you. I'm please. I'm asking you. Hey, let's test to see if we have echo. Oh, that's good. So at least the nothing is not echoing. Right, <laughs> so all right. Impossible. And then we're like, play something. And then things are playing, but then double things are playing. And then it's, yeah, like, it's like, it's so fucking confusing. Left. And Allie just goes to yelling at me like, that's going to fix it. <laughs> no, like I was at that trying moment, to tell I need you to be yelled at and, and talked down to. You refuse to hear it. I know the one time. Hey, but the thing was, I didn't know exactly how we were going to test it. And I was actually trying to get out of the way. But it was actually me that shit. It's like I got the football and I didn't run anywhere. How can we run. test audio when there's nothing playing through the thing? I thought we were going to talk through the microphone so it was a clean, consistent kind of thing. But apparently it wasn't. <laughs> next time, make sure I have what I'm going to have to do. See, this time a I got... test tone. Yeah. I'm G flat. Gonna... <laughs> we're talking through the microphone, all right. No, I'm going to have to have an official, like, what you call it, like, test thing. Like, I need a test clip that... You know what I mean? That's going to be the official okay. when. Sh- oh, okay, Al. When <laughs> shit hits the fan, I need that to be like the. Okay, we're going to do a test. We'll Here's wait the for that now. Test. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to fix the video if you're still hanging around. Uh, I'm going to definitely. Around. I'm I'll, definitely going to put the beginning of the show up there. What, man? I was going to say. I would. Say, <laughs> this is what happens when y'all don't get to talk the first hour. <laughs> I was trying to tell the um, new listeners that this was the most intelligent show we've ever had. They don't know what the real show is yet. <laughs> They did have a couple of good clips. The 9-11 was awesome, and then how you faded the plane out and the explosion was low. It was good. I still laughed quietly as much as I could. I, I was very, hey, I, I got to say. Well, I fucking was, up the beginning. You really pulled it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm the one getting yelled at. Y'all both of y'all motherfuckers. Because I, I was trying to prevent this. And I wasn't expecting it. And, and as soon as you told me that uh, that we should be going early, you know what I mean? That's where this one was taking her time. You know like, how I know right. that moon and sun calendar works? <laughs> That's a prompt motherfucker. Like oh, David Weiss. Oh, like yo. 800, baby. Yeah. The, the only thing that worked was him and his end. <laughs> yeah. God. He well, also called in with such great quality. I'm sure he was using some kind of microphone or something because it didn't sound like a shit phone or anything. I think that was a cell phone. He just was like inside his house. Most of the time when people call into this show, they're like on the interstate with the windows down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fucking like that. Tyree and them singing the national anthem. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy though. He's well, well spoken. Like he did a really good more. job. I listened to him on a couple of other shows like before You know, we did this to get an idea. And I think he was really good on this show. I don't know why. Maybe because he was on the air and it's our show. It seemed like just the way he put things together was a good job. Once he started doing that math, though, I don't like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do, because then it actually can give you where it makes sense. Not basically. to me. Oh, well. Once I look at that app and it's got pictures on it, and I look, <laughs> look, this, this one is the sun. <laughs> I know that is. Look at it. Yep, it's right there. <laughs> Spinning round, round. Baby, right Not round. Not that anybody asked, but my favorite part about what he said was about how, like, entities could be up there sending different energies down to... Oh, we the, could tell you like that. Like, you that's got, like, fucking super cool, excited. Yeah, because it because it kind of fits right. with a lot of beliefs that I've had over time about really? like people when they die, but like you, their presence is that's still heaven. Oh. And I'm thinking, I don't think it's heaven or anything like that. I do think that an energy could go up and stay in that blackness or whatever. But so was, it's still there. It's within this quote unquote like realm, what's under that dome thing, right? But like, so nobody really dies or it just goes somewhere. This else. is my fucked up point in my life. Right. And this could change. It wasn't always like this. But right now where I'm at, I don't feel the need to meditate 
ask anything or anyone for help. Yeah, but you should meditate because you're a very or angry care, person. Or care what, care what any of that is. Like, I don't know. So you don't care about sense? trying to, like, balance yourself out and relax a little. You'd rather just be pissed off. You want it to be a spinning fucking thing in the middle of a goddamn... No, I just want you to stop fucking yelling at me. I won't be pissed off. <laughs> right, it's all I'm my cool. fault, as always. I'm good. It's external forces that ignite my, my internal rage. Oh, yeah. You're igniting something in me, too. <laughs> oh, well, good job, all in all. I'll fix the show for the YouTube people. I'll fix it from I'll here. I'll fix yeah. it from here. <laughs> so a lot of things he was talking and how he, he kind of presented things reminded me a lot of The Minimalist. It's a show on Netflix. We watch a documentary. It lesses now these two dudes they have a podcast and their way of for you to find fulfillment and happiness is to convince you to be a minimalist i tell you what dude these motherfuckers are very unlikable unlike david wise <laughs> i hated him yeah i don't like them either i hated Neither both of these them. guys they were annoying as shit. you know what they one of That's them so got funny, some maybe. kind of fucking eating disorder because he was a fat little fuck. Oh, now he's all oh, skinny. Shut up. And not one mention of that. Like the whole time I'm watching this show, hide this fucking fat little pudgy kid. You know why? Because he started eating vegetables. His drunk ass mom feed him that fucking box macaroni every night. All right, all right. <laughs> he got away from his mom and dad. So anyway, the first thing I noticed is they hate the fuck out of Amazon. They hate Amazon. This is my problem that I have. Amazon is like a tool. It's a website, and you go and you buy things from. Yes, granted, they're putting a lot of retailers out of business, right? But how many businesses, manufacturers, are they putting into business? Like, fuck mm. retailers. Retailers are a bunch of bullshit. They fucking go and get the most expensive land. They put all this shit. They pack the stores full of stuff that most people don't buy. You don't need that anymore. You just go to warehouses and have it shipped to your house. Right. So, yeah, Amazon's putting out of, I call them useless business. It was just a middleman. So now your middleman's only Amazon. But how many companies now can you buy their products thanks to them not being at the mall? And find specific things that you want. Like I remember when I learned about Walmart and when you're going to sell your product to Walmart, they say you're going to make X amount pallets of these and they have to go to all of our stores and you're going to sell them for X amount, and that's what we're going to pay you for them. And you either accept that or you don't. And so the only people who can produce goods to be sold in like a mega store like that is uh, very rich companies that can afford up front to have that right. much product made. So, man, Amazon's a great way to buy things from smaller manufacturers like fuck retail. But anyway, these guys do not feel that way. They, they, they hated Amazon. Like every fucking example of people doing wrong shit yeah, was yeah, an Amazon box. box showing up. I thought that was really shitty. Well, Maybe really? just because I love Amazon. Well, <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing, too. They acted, they made it seem like online shopping was what co causes people that are hoarders and shopping addicts. It's like, what about this been going on for years and years and years before they even had the internet. People just went to the fucking store and bought shit they shouldn't have. Yeah, they had credit right. cards back then. They had all that. Like, there's, there's Rouse's, not a called it layaway. Rouse's has way more unhealthy food for you to buy at the grocery store than healthy food. It's up to you to go there and buy it. The grocery store ain't the problem by offering it. It's the fucking people. And but they're acting like it's people. They, they really, that's what the deal with these fucking communist bastards. Let's call them what they fucking are. <laughs> This fucking communist bastards. They're fucking broke. 
at home. They had shit childhoods. You know why? Their fucking parents were alcoholic, abusive fucking drug addicts. Right? That they had a fucked up life. Not because of consumerism. Not because of fucking, uh, I guess, Sears and Roebuck Company, who was the evil one that... It wasn't because of these people. It's because their parents can control and fucking drug and alcohol intake. Like, bottom fucking line. Like, that's what happened in these kids' life. They're like, oh, we grew up poor. Yeah, well, your parents are fucking spending all their money on dope and fucking alcohol. Like, what the fuck? And they hold down a job fucked up like that. So why don't these people grow? Why don't these people grow up to fucking maybe help people like that? No, you know what they'll do? Yeah, they'll donate his dead mother's fucking trash to these people. Give me a fucking break. These guys. <laughs> These fucking dudes And they talk down to you the whole time Did you feel like this was like something you should have watched in school? Like, oh, talking down to me Like in a fucking classroom full of kindergartners I thought they were gonna, you know I thought it was gonna be like a Marie Kondo kind of deal Where like you can learn a few cool tricks To like make the maximization of the smaller and less things in your place oh, yeah, and this stuff. wasn't about minimalism But no, wait But then you learn nothing, right? You learn nothing hey, about minimalism yeah, yeah. The only fucking tri- tip you get out of the whole You know what I'm gonna say? Why don't you just box every single thing in your house up like you're fucking moving? Oh, that's brilliant. What's yeah. next? Then if you don't use something in two weeks, just fucking pitch it. I told Mark, I said, dude, take all the fucking spoons out that drawer. <laughs> you don't make soup or fucking gumbo in two weeks, don't need a fucking ladle. Throw yeah. that motherfucker away. Like, well, there's things you don't use in two weeks the that you might that, need. Like <laughs> The thing that went, this is a fucking kindergarten fucking reading level, was when <laughs> the idiot said after he packed up all his shit that the first night he had to open up the box with his toothbrush. Like, why did you just... Save two seconds and don't put the fucking toothbrush in there. You like, have to put everything it's in dumb, there. Dumb. These fucking they, and you know what they were doing? Less is now, meaning you're gonna have less shit. You yeah, know they're what? They're preparing us for what's to come. Yeah, you for know communism why? Communism to be completely gone. Because you ain't gonna have no money. You know what you're gonna have? What the government allows you to Whatever have. What we decide. And, and you that's know what? All you need. You're gonna be happier. You're gonna be a better person. Happy. Community is all you really yeah. need. Because now mom and dad got more money to spend on fucking smack and beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking man. break, man. Come on. These dudes are straight fucking comedy. You know what it is too? Extremist. <laughs> Extre- extremist. If, if you're an extremist, right? Like, say you are an alcoholic or you have a gambling problem or something. Usually to get over those things, you have to become an extremist on the other end. You either go find God, now you're going to church every fucking day, or you become a minimalist, or maybe a flat earther. Or a small like, houser, tiny house. All houses. these very full, yeah, you live in a fucking uh, renovated uh, horse trailer. <laughs> Come on. I mean, why have a tub in a bed? You could just sleep in the tub. Right, just put a pillow and a little mattress down. It's perfect. It's still wet. Uh, (laughs) These guys weren't even that cool. And then they interviewing all these people. I guess since it's COVID, they just it's acceptable to have really shit fucking quality video. (laughs) So they interviewing these people, and you could tell they purposely just put them in a corner of a room where they don't have nothing in it. Like you could see, they probably had piles of shit right (laughs) off camera. Well, another thing is they kept saying that they're acting like it's everybody, that every single person, every human being, every adult sees commercials and advertisements and that we're not fucking smart enough to not buy the stuff. And also that every commercial you watch makes you feel inadequate. I'm like, who are these people? I don't fucking feel inadequate and watch a fucking commercial. And then they show you all these shopping addicts and people, I just shop because of my depression. I shop because this. I shop to fill a void in my soul. That's fine, but like they're using people that have 
mental illnesses and disabilities and shit like and that have mania and they're just applying that to everybody in America and it's weird like no people are not fucking going crazy with consumerism I'm not seeing it the same people that were gonna buy something off of Amazon they fucking bought it off a goddamn QVC and all that other bullshit before like if it's people that don't want to leave the house to shop everybody everybody else is still buying shit in stores everybody's got their things right Everybody really, though, should be in the search for balance. You got to find your balance. I mean, there's some people with Mario with glasses and a musical note in a power-up thing tattooed on their arm. What? That doesn't mean it's for everybody, though. Oh, that was cute. But everybody needs to find the balance, man. These dudes are just fucking extremists. Like, I don't understand why that's helping them, like, I mean, unless you've got, like, rooms full of shit. Well, and they Dude, did. That they was worked them shit-fucking fake cube jobs. Yeah. They showed them that was all fake, so yeah. who knows where they were really working. <laughs> What's that guy doing? They, He's just working, work, man. They worked cube jobs. <laughs> now they fucking quit those jobs to go and tell you that you have too much stuff. Right, how dare you? Like, that's what they're doing to make a living now. They got a fucking Netflix documentary on there promoting their shit podcast the with their stupid concept. I felt like I learned nothing. It was preached to I learned. about stupidity for a fucking hour. I couldn't I, believe we watched it. I learned more about those fucking crazy women that fucking uh, did the home reno with like Reese Witherspoon and all that we watched. I feel whatever like I learned more from that, too, about, like, those little, about um, yeah, those boxes where you can write the label. What was the thing, the scarf button or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I was like, oh, scarf yeah, yeah, biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> See, we did learn Yeah, something. scarf dinner roll or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, Cinnamon roll. Yeah, all I know is these dudes Donut. are communist and fucking, I would not be surprised <laughs> if Netflix ain't in on it. Oh, man, that shit was pretty dumb. You God watched damn. that whole thing? Oh, yeah. You oh, made my me watch God. it, too. Didn't we watch almost the whole thing? One, Alec, we fast-forwarded a lot. On, I don't like it. Off. Oh, when it would go to them ones where it's like them on the sound stage, like talking oh, down with to the you. Fucking, oh, uh, with the the panning shot. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. And the dramatic music, and he's just like, in my life, just oh. wasn't. What I went be? to my mom's house, and she had stuff, and so much stuff. If I heard the word stuff one more fucking time, every time they said stuff, uh, stuff, I fast forward five well, minutes. Well, he also kept saying, what stuff, what stuff? They never really explained what they were talking yeah. about. Like. And then now, man, with all the videos, like good documentaries we've been watching, there's footage. Like, if they would if they made this documentary right, because right, right. they recorded their whole process, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. this could have the chance yeah, of yeah, seeing like, what your house shit. look like before? I want to see it. I don't want you to tell me you had a bunch of shit. Let's this see this was bad reenactments and bad talking down, like TED Talk. Yeah, this looked yeah. like a shit fucking TED a Talk shit version, with yeah. bad reenactments, like uh, <laughs> fucking Mission uh, Unsolved Mysteries season two. <laughs> they didn't even get good actors. They starred in it. Both of them looked stupid. They did look Both of them was some dumb looking fucking dudes. <laughs> all right, all right. And no women. That's the thing, too. That women left them. You're fucking nutcase. No, the both them women, picture. they left, and then they were like, oh, that's because I got too much stuff. Like, and that's one thing, a bunch of dudes. Dude, dudes, we, most of the majority of us can live with very little. When I was a lonely man, that was very simple for me. There was not much I actually needed to be happy on a daily basis. Yep. Very minimal. Yeah. I want you to fucking convince a woman that she gonna be a minimalist and then think... That you still going to be happy. Whoa, 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 <laughs> What are you trying to say, man? Women usually like a lot of stuff. Oh, they God, like, all right. Let's they get want out keyboards and no. workout equipment and shoes. Asshole. Multiple <laughs> shoes. Lots of shoes. I don't have that many shoes. Yeah, oh, oh, you're crazy. Oh, what shoes are you seeing? You go that? through a whole, like, shoe buying spree. It's like, no, five of the same kind. What? You got a lot of shoes. Come on. No, I don't. 
<laughs> I might have 25 pairs. I might. How many, wait, how many workout how many? devices do you have that don't work? One. One? One. Oh, the thing under the desk? It works. How many? One that how? doesn't work. You have to work it. You don't use the thing under the desk. So two. <laughs> okay, two, whatever. A gigantic keyboard that you have me, been playing. Hey, you know, it's funny. We watched oh, that documentary. Yeah, She's yeah. been playing the fuck out that keyboard. No, that's not why. You yeah, it is. Fuck, that is not why. <laughs> oh, you see how you talk down to <laughs> me? No, because how dare you? That was New oh, Year, dude. New Me. I already started on New Year. New Year, New Me. <laughs> it had nothing to do with that documentary. Wait, I didn't know I was going to watch Didn't you that. last year say the same thing? <laughs> I didn't have the keyboard last year. What was the new you last year? I didn't do it last oh, year. Oh, we will clip the fuck out of that show. Don't you lie. Can if you want. Oh, we are going to find it. I've never saying new year before. This is my first year saying it. Uh, we all spent, right, maybe they spent all that time. <laughs> I'm just fucking with oh, you. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> find out new year, new me. Y'all about to know. It was nice to watch that though around New Year's because it does make you go, hey, what do we need? What can we throw away? I think some people, <laughs> a lot of people probably do have that problem where you just got a lot of junk. It did make me, I will say, you know what, you're right. It did make me think about going into the closet and reducing some of the clothes. Yeah. So if anything, they did have something positive. Maybe you got too much stuff. You need to get rid of some things. Would oh, you throw away after watching this? <laughs> Not because I'm a pretty minimalist person. <laughs> yeah. If it really doesn't fucking, especially after Katrina, man, it's kind of like, ah, I just need what I need and that's it. You know what I mean? I've already, I've always lived in kind of small areas. So you kind of got to be compact Right, same. I think that's why we never really, you know. What, you keep saying I have a lot of stuff? I don't. What makes you think I have that much stuff? What? Bitch, I have as much as you, if not the same. Hey, I stopped attacking you like two minutes ago. Oh, well, you made some kind of face or something. All right, time to move on. Watch Raised by Wolves oh, no, no, on HBO. No. Mayday actually got to watch the yes. first episode yes. on free on YouTube. Yep. It's just free. Yep, HBO right. Max. Thank you, HBO Max. Yeah. We got HBO Max because we were going to watch uh, the Wonder Woman movie. So we had watched like one episode of Raised by Wolves and Allie really didn't like it. I was kind of, I didn't like it enough to push the issue. So when we got rid of HBO Max, it kind of just faded away. And then we got HBO Max again. I was like, man, let's give this a try because all Netflix wants to do is make things for foreign countries and foreign speaking people. So they don't really make much things for for me that doesn't want to watch subtitles or voiceovers. So we gave Raised by Wolves a second try. Ridley Scott helped develop this. I think he did. He did. What's it called? He it's the recent one movies. that I like so much. I like it so much I can't remember the name. Really? Prometheus or whatever yes. Yeah, yeah. Prometheus. I thought yeah, that was incredible cool. movie. He's great, man. He's he really is. Ooh, he's old as fuck, man. He's eighty-three. He's a godfather of science fiction. Is he one of the originals that did the aliens? Like that was. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Bad boy. He did. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> you put on there Ben Frost, ben nipping Frost, at your nose. Yep. Yeah. Really did the music for Dark also. Yep. That's why it kind of sounds uh, kind of the same, and it's like that eerie but suspenseful kind of thing. They like, did man. Alien, Blade Runner. I was like, man, that music's sick. Who did it? And then, sure enough, I was like, what else did he do? Dark. Pretty incredible. I don't really like any of the actors, but the more I watch this show, the more I like the show. I don't think it's incredible. It's not Westworld or Watchmen, but it is, it is good. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Do you like the first episode? 
there were some parts I really didn't like when she was kind of growing the fetuses and all that kind of stuff. I had to do a little bit of fast forwarding. That was kind of <laughs> kind of gross. I'm sorry, one. When she hit basically like we're talking about if you like the movie or not, and you telling me that you had to fast forward because something was <laughs> visually was, disturbing. Yes, just because. Oh, it was, give me a fucking oh, anything oh, to do with a woman or anything yeah, like that. She, I'm calling David up. <laughs> My new friend, <laughs> Mr. Wise. <laughs> I'm gonna call him up. Wise man, can you talk to me? The old, the wise. Maybe they had to fast forward through the adult theme parts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you ought to just get Disney fucking plus. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> it was like three minutes. Like, Everywhere relax. You. I didn't oh. miss anything. I don't even remember that in the beginning. No, the first episode. Allie, please. That's aggravating well, as a motherfucker. He needs to just go watch Fuller House. What do you think about Raised by Wolves? Did it turn on you? Did it change your opinion? Did it turn on me? All right. Good talking to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think so. You didn't like it in the beginning. And then, has your opinion changed? Yes. Yes. All right, good. Jeez. Fuck. <laughs> We're getting somewhere. Whoa. It's that communicating thing, um, man. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. I like some of the characters. <laughs> new Year, New Zealand. It's dumb. Like, some of the stuff's still kind of weird. <laughs> I'm in the wrong way. But it's got oh, yeah, some interesting visuals, and I like that necromancer thing. Ah! At first, I didn't like it, but now I think it looks wicked as shit when it's going... When she's the necromancer, that is fucking awesome. Yeah. But when it's just her po- poking that fucking oh, belly out and no. shit. <laughs> yeah, they made her do some weird she's posture weird. shit. I don't know what that was about. That haircut, Make- too, is weird. Oh, man. Is she supposed what to be, like, haircut? unsexualized? Yeah, I think so. But then they got her doing stuff. So. She's mother, though. Mother, she should be like that, like, full-figured woman. Look like she had a couple of kids. No, like, oh, man. She's on, a robot. Get over here, she's baby. I'll fix you some soup. Get away from that hole. Yeah. That's, That's that eight miles of... deep. Come here. It's like a robot. Yeah, I don't know. Think she she's does, supposed to look if, like a robot. If and I think it is. I've only seen one episode, but she is playing a very unlikable character. I think that she's doing a great job. I don't know. She grew on me, dude. I feel bad for her whenever they're doing some stuff. I'm like, oh damn. I forget that sometimes on good shows that characters you're not supposed to like at moments. That you don't like. I take it as a knock on the show. I don't like these characters. But it really definitely seems to be a case where you're not supposed to like right, that character reason. at yeah, first. Yeah. And they succeed. I didn't. I don't like a haircut. I don't like that yeah. weird suits they have on. Yeah. I just thought it looked dumb at first. But yeah, now the more I watch it, the more it kind of makes sense or it fits. Fair enough. I thought this, the only thing was some of the CG I didn't think was that great. That's why I originally didn't like it, but it seemed like it got better over That's time. That's kind of what I was going to say. Like, I had hope. I would definitely give it a second, third episode just to see what happens. Definitely gets better as it goes. Yeah. But right. then it's one of them things. Is that just a trap now? I just right, want right. to tune in to see what happens. I'm not enjoying this. It's just fulfilling some kind of need I have for an answer to something that never They're really never happened. It doesn't well, make <laughs> Put on uh, one of those YouTube um, uh, like videos things, that yeah. kind of tells the whole, and it was one that explained the entire series from beginning to end. But he passed out within the beginning of it, so I just like watched the whole thing. So when he's like, "You want to watch this thing?" I'm like, "I mean, I know it's gonna happen, but..." But then I realized that I didn't fucking remember some of the <laughs> stuff. When I see it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember they said that." Oh, it's kind of good. You're watching it again almost. Yeah, because I don't really remember now what the end product was. So good. Right. Well, I think we got two left on that, and it's then we'll have absolutely nothing to watch except uh, NBA again. Oh, come on. Four? <laughs> There'll be some. Four total? One. It's four total? No, more than that. 
Okay. I don't we know have, the exact number. Yeah, like maybe uh, eight to ten. Or, something, okay. or ten, gotcha. maybe. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for helping. Dude, Mayday, Cyberpunk 2077 update. Oh, I have to shit. tell you, it is officially fun. Oh, yeah, it's fucking right. great. Right. I officially like the game. It is. I've been having fun playing it. I think at first the crashing killed it. That was bad. But ever since oh, I've yeah. gotten the new update, it's no longer crashing. That's huge. All right. Right? Yep. I mean, that's a big deal. That was infringing me being able to play. Sure. Then I think in the beginning, I was so overwhelmed. Like, this game goes in deep. deep. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have your oh, body, yeah, yeah. your body yeah. functions, your yeah. perk points. Then yep. you got your weapons. Then you got crafting. Then you got the cybernetics and the crafting of that. And by, it's like very complex. There's a lot to absorb. And sure. at the first, in the beginning, you just kind of want to get to the cool part, yep. right? Yep. So you kind of just you blow flying, through something. Right. You're yeah. blowing through. And it's like, why are you doing it? Like, why are you trying to get to the end as fast as possible? This game is too complex mm. to do that. And yeah, instead yeah. of just taking a little bit of time. small bites, yeah, I was running through this this story you know it wasn't until i stopped doing that and i just enjoyed it for what it was at the moment and it stopped crashing i yeah, can't i, I know, can't say I enough but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe though this game was in development for eight years and they fixed a crashing major crashing issue within the first week that's nuts to me maybe the more it got out there the more right. information they got back right and i yeah. don't know maybe they just weren't quite ready and then they were finished and then re-uploaded it or whatever yeah a week yeah Sometimes, yeah, like maybe they told them you have to release it now, and they're like, we need like a week or so, and they're like, sorry, got to release it. I don't know. But anyway, amazing to me that it doesn't crash anymore. That greatly helps. There's still bugs, shit, but that's in all video games like that. You're going to see that on all of them, and sometimes they're very entertaining and fun. Like I shot a dude the other day, and he kind of glitched out, Mm. but it looked like he got his like sitting on the fucking railing to get into the building, and he was glitching out, and it kind of looked neat. I was like, that's fun, man. I blew that fucking dude off the game. Nice. Like, boy, I caused that motherfucker to glitch out. (laughs) But I updated with Allie's help. I updated my arms and got the Mantis arms yeah, on the cybernetics. Bro. Nice. And it all started because I was in search for the double jump. I was watching some random video that popped up. I clicked on it, and the guy's like, oh, man, this totally changes the game, man, this double jump. I'd be damned if it doesn't. To have <laughs> the double jump uh-huh. and the Mantis arms totally what? changed the oh, game. Yeah, what do the Mantis arms do? So these blades shoot out your arm. Oh, shit. You know how Praying Mantis got uh-huh. that hook uh-huh. on its arm? Like, it comes out and then hooks around. It like, them Grim Reaper blades on your arms. Oh, shit. Yeah, like scythe arm. I call them arm scythes. Yeah, you look like Wolverine. So then you got the double jump. So you can run, you double jump, and, oh, you can fuck and these up. blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just land it. Whoa. Dude, instead of using a gun sometimes, he'll defeat, like, fucking ten people with those things. But then he got something on him that makes them on fucking fire. That they're, like, hot... They yeah. just look like orange hot the on the end. Upgrade. And it nice. fucking sets people on fire when you That's fucking slice sick. them with it. But you can't do it. The cool part of the game is that the level I am, low-grade enemies, I can do that. I can wipe out a whole fucking gang of them motherfuckers yeah, yeah. just running around sure. chopping them up. But, but not the high-end guys. You're going to run into somebody who's better than you. And yeah. I've already went into like two higher level. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to this gay club. But tell him. I was gonna tell him we learned the hard way. We kept thinking we were on fire. Like, yeah, let's go fuck some shit up. Let's go fuck some shit. Up. So the next place we go, he starts his shit, starts slicing this motherfucker up with the fucking fire talons. Yeah. And dude, he's on fire, not phased. 
still shooting at us and shit and running around. We're like, fuck, fuck, it didn't kill him. <laughs> like, nice, usually nice. they get on fire and they fucking fall down, but this dude was still fucking us up. And he's like, fuck, and we had to like shoot him to death. <laughs> so I had to go get like these documents into a, in a gay strip club. And the first time I just ran in, because sure. I, I don't know why. Everything I'm trying to do as fast as possible. It's just dumb. Just like in real life. Yeah, so I just fuck. run through here and I get the documents. But what, then when I got the documents, it alerted everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm trapped in there and these motherfuckers were powerful. And they were full force. So like, man, I'm like, you know what? I got to be more strategic. So I started right. trying to pluck them off one by one and use like strategy, sniper sure. rifle, the two guys at the entrances. Right, right, right. And dude, it was just, it was too much. Even with my uh, gangster mantis claws really? and double jump. That double jump don't mean shit when you got a roof over your head. So, yeah, I couldn't do it. There's one-on-one fights. Like, you fight somebody one-on-one like a boxing match. There's a couple of those, and I can't get past one. So it's kind of cool that I'm pretty deep in the game now, but yet there is still higher levels. The game's pretty big. And yeah, there's yeah, a, lot, a lot to do. The driving, right? Uh, I thought yeah, the yeah. driving was flawed and the map was flawed. All right. But what the problem, what had happened was, one of the cars I got very early is too fucking fast for the hood, right? Like, dude, if if I'm on a regular motorcycle or this other couple of other cars I got, it's fine. Like, it makes sense. But the the gangsta-ass car I like so much is so fucking fast that you get to the turn before you know you're supposed to turn. not even loaded up yet. And when you fucking, like, go to turn, and I... uh, Some games, you (laughs) you you have to hold the Uh gas and Uh uh, toggle the brake, the power slide. This game, you have to let off the gas, hit the brake, and then hit that gas again. If you try to do it while you're holding the gas the whole time, that car just totally spins out. So after I learned how to drive the different cars... It's excellent. I can't believe how good the driving is on this. All right. Like, I, it's fucking up there. It's not Grant, uh, what's it called? The driving game? Forza? Yeah, it's not yeah. Forza. Yeah, yeah. But it's really good. Yeah, One yeah, of the yeah. best. And each car, the handling. is good. Or at least has, like, pros and cons kind of thing. Cut right. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And you really do have to learn each car yeah. and how they drive. So. Sure. In the beginning, when I thought the driving was bad, it was because I wasn't driving the types of cars you wanted to properly. drive or should be driving. Yeah, I'm with you on there. And some of them you just can't hold the fucking gas, man. You actually have to drive the thing. So, sure. man, that was excellent. Then driving around more, and I was going to collect all the cabs. I did a mission where the cabs like go rogue, and you got to go and reboot them so that they can go back to the cab station. Huh. Going around and, and doing those, which each of them have like strong personalities and sure. they're very funny, the AI cabs. That doing that, I was listening to the radio stations more. And then I got into changing the channels. If I didn't like a song, I changed the channel on the radio station on there. The music on this shit is fucking incredible. <laughs> this was one of the first ones I really liked. I have no idea who this is. It's all on the fake names. Conrad Old Money. That's what I had. Is that real though, or is that a fake name? You driving around in that game listening to this? I didn't want to stop, man. I'm like, just keep cruising, man. Uh, roll down the windows, 
light one up, like cruise around to this. Music pretty sick. This shit should have been on 2K. Right? This was like be a type of song I heard on 2K and then became a fan of. So then, dude, if that one wasn't cool enough, we're driving around and we're like, this is neat. I hear the next song. I'm like, holy shit, that sounds like Nine Inch Nails. When you go look it up, it's under a different name. It's like Vanity or something like that. But it is Nine Inch Nails. Is it? I mean, goddamn. It's gotta be. Nobody else sounds like him. Just the soundtrack alone. What? Oh, the sickest part. I sliced it in. Fucking little remix of glitches on there. Oh, it, it was awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I like to say that's Trent Resonant doing a cyberpunk song. And it takes it up to another level. Oh, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It sounds like Nine Inch Nails, but in it does cyberpunk. sound like in a cyberpunk. Right. Right. That dude's fucking amazing, and that song's incredible. That's not the only two, though. There's a lot of oh, good yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. And they're all major artists, or like right below major artists. They're sure. just all under pseudonames. So <laughs> it's hard to figure out. And there's no, like, I haven't found a list online that says this song is this person and I'm sure eventually people that's kind of yeah. but yeah and whenever i tried to listen to them on the tv with my phone it just kept telling me i couldn't find it so i had to figure it out by typing in what the lyrics were oh that's interesting all right i tell mm -hmm. you what this gun sounds too oh yeah yeah yeah. gun sounds incredible and his car sounds are all right so i'm gonna give radio a 10 right. that fucking soundtrack of uh -huh. this even in the the music that just on the gameplay sure it is great, man. I had it up loud enough and was engaged enough to really start appreciating that uh -huh. part of the game. They did a great job. Nice. A couple of like problems here and there with like soundscape stuff where you're sure. supposed to be in a tunnel, it's not, and then you came out the tunnel and it was on. Buggy shit like that, it's there. But other than that, like just the choice of what they used in this game, I think was incredible. The car sounds are really cool. Each one's really uh, unique. You got one? Uh -huh. That sounds like that car I was in, a black car. Uh, it was like the fast one. One of the fastest. But the sound that gets me, the fucking sniper rifle and shotgun sound that they used was incredible. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's a shotgun. Yeah, dude, that one in the sniper rifle. And it, I don't know if my... It's impactful. When I was playing the game oh, and you yeah. shoot it, yeah, you yeah. felt like, I don't know how to explain it, man. You felt the power of the gun by Fuck the graphics yeah. and the sound. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a souped-up shotgun. You want to hear a regular shotgun? That's a regular 12-gauge shotgun. This is a cyberpunk shotgun. Oh, yeah. That needs to be your new shotgun clip. <laughs> <laughs> you need to update. Yeah, dude. That one, that's the, that's the new shotgun clip.
When you say kill a motherfucker, right? You shoot him with that two times. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm really impressed. Definitely made the game a lot of fun and honestly the characters in the game now after kind of like well raised by wolves after spending a little bit of time and getting forced to get to know some of the characters i do like it it's a cool storyline it's just i think i was caught up in the beginning like you expect too much yeah yeah, yeah. you waited too long like it was gonna be impossible for this game sure. to live up to the overhype expectations that that I had, and I think a lot of other people had of it. After playing it more now and understanding, yeah, 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 I'm how enjoying shit it. Yeah, works, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, holy shit! And just the things that go into it, the sound and all that shit, you're not gonna really start to absorb that until you put a couple of hours into it. Right, definitely. Once I figured out how to switch the guns, and I finally have a machine gun, I'm like, all right, now <laughs> we're getting somewhere. Yeah, and that the cool was huge. thing when you're breaking shit down, dude, and then. uh as you're doing your cybernetics, sure. it, it changes the game greatly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all the things that you were mad about in the beginning was uh -huh. just because... Oh, it makes it cool. Man, you just plucked out of this world and put into this whole reality of a world you had to learn its constructs and, you know... Sure. What you were supposed to be doing. It's overwhelming at first, but that, to me, means it's a good game, not that it's a shit game. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, and at first, I really didn't like it or want to enjoy it, but like most good things that I enjoy, it's a slow burn. And it's like, oh, shit, now I'm really starting to understand that. and You know what I mean? All these things are starting to kind of intertwine. And, yeah, and I can drive the car better. I'm not running over <laughs> quite as many people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when I, when I first got the Mantis home and the double jump and I started fucking up people that I usually yeah. would have had to, like, try, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was almost disappointed, like, damn, did I break the game? Am I just going to fly through right. it now? And like, now. I'm invincible because sure. it was fun doing that. But that shit gets old quick. Sure. So the fact that I go, all right, I got a long way to go. It's kind right. of refreshing that, sure. oh, shit, it got to this level of quality, and I still got a long way to go. Agree. Most important part of the week, besides David Weiss, the reason why you tuned in, news you need to know about. Saving lives here. <clears throat> Gotta keep the pawns informed. Mongo only pawn in game of life. That's right, Mongo knows. Mongo knows he's only a pawn. Do you know that you're only a pawn out there? Let's see what they what how they plan to move the pawn pieces this week. More pawns. This is the the first show that we're doing since 2021, the new the new year. We talked about it a little bit earlier, but Mayday, do you think everything's gonna change now since it's 2021? I don't think so, but I, I kind of have no idea what's about to happen, to be honest with you. I'm kind of like a little bit at a loss. Like, there's so many things that could happen. It's kind of like, and after la last year happening, I kind of don't know what to expect. Yeah. You know, is it just me? Does everybody else know something we don't? Because I, don't I thought know. I've been doing a good job <laughs> on this news like, you need to know about. It's just, God. And then we're talking to David, and he starts saying that, uh, yeah, with the election thing. I thought that yeah. shit was over. Yeah, no, no, no. It's almost something. like it's about to begin. What? That's what he was saying? Well, the dude's getting inaugurated on the 6th, right? I don't know. No, Wait, I don't the know. 6th? I thought it was the 21st that's when he takes over. No, mm. I thought it was always the 6th of January. It's not in news you need to know about, so I didn't do I don't it. know. Who pays attention to that shit? You know what I was paying attention to? The lady from uh, Gilligan's Island. Dawn Wells died. Marianne. I don't know if she did anything else besides play Marianne. 
She got COVID. She was in a couple of movies. Wait, she got COVID? Yep. At 82? She died at 82 years old, and they blame COVID. The plane blew blew up, but there was hope that she was alive on the island. But when they rescued her, they found that she did not die from starvation or drinking salt water. It was COVID. (laughs) I never watched that show. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh. I used to watch it, but I used to watch a lot of old, like, reruns of shows when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Not that one, though. I don't know. Why not? Who was hotter, Marianne or Ginger? Could tell you the either. Marianne all the fucking way, man. You think so? Always thought so. I'm not really, I don't want to say I'm not into redheads. I do think that some redhead women are attractive, but I just liked Marianne. I just thought she was cuter. Definitely was, You thought so, too? Yeah. Cause I I figured too that they wanted like her to be the hottest one like they wanted Ginger to be like the main thing and they kept making a big deal about how she was like so great and stuff and I was like I don't know man Marianne got it going on. Yeah, I seen Marianne also being like just the like hometown chick where Ginger was like the Hollywood. Yeah, she was like so fancy. Fashion chick. <laughs> I, I thought they were both hot. Don't get me wrong, but I just like Marianne. That was a really good time for women. Like at that time, women in Hollywood. Like, I don't know, just styles that they, clothes that they wore and the shape of their bodies that were popular at that time. That was probably, I'm going to say, probably the best ever in the history of, like, women fashion or whatever. Like, yeah, Raquel Welch, I think her name was. She actually auditioned for... Gilligan's Island? For the Marianne role. Really? But they gave it to to Dawn Wells, and I actually think Dawn Wells looked better in them little outfits and stuff. She's just an adorable chick. Yeah. But good time for women back then, at that time. And I mean, she had some thick thighs. Oh, go ahead, girl. I just, the premise of the, the show never got me, where it's like you can build a radio, but you can't, out of coconuts, but you can't fix a boat. Dude, that shit was just a watch Gilligan. You yelled at by the skipper, that's all. <laughs> yeah. And pranced them little broads around. Yeah. That's all that was. That show, man, you were reading into it, right? It wasn't MacGyver. Way into this it. was just make believe. I never once thought about what they're really doing. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Dude, after I watched the hour of that Hulk show, I had to watch Gilligan, man. I had nightmares. <laughs> and that fucking saying that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Need to watch on something light. Some people stranded on an island, but everything's okay. And they, <laughs> they have not eaten each other or sunburned <laughs> or nothing. Not even the redhead. <laughs> Oh, that whole show should have been how the redhead can't go out in the sun. That's what they should like have done. On, uh, you like on the show we watched with the wilds, with the girls in the wilds, the where wilds. they were all like fucking sunburned and fucking yeah. peeling to death? That's oh, what it should look that's like. That's right, man. <laughs> but even that show, they never had hair on the on their legs, only that one chick's underarms. <laughs> that one chick, only the one that grew hair on the arms. That whole show. <laughs> Uh, why do I have who is still alive? Oh, okay. Wait, what is this? That's oh, all that's what's still alive on the show. Yeah, yeah. Who's still alive, dude? From Gilligan's Island, Bob Denver. That was Gilligan. Nah, man. In 2005, died. he died at the age of 70 from complications <laughs> due to throat cancer. No, this was back before people died of other things like cancer. Oh, following a surgery, surgery for throat cancer. That's horrible. Alan Hale Jr., Captain Jonas. The Skipper. The skipper? Yeah. I never knew that was his real name. No, I always just thought it was Skipper. Yeah, me too. He died in 1990 of cancer at the age of 68. Jesus. See that? People were dying back then. It's terrible. Jim Buckus? 
Bacchus. 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 <laughs> Thurston Howell III. Who was that? The rich guy. He was guy. the rich guy, yeah. Oh, 1989, he died. Oh, oh pneumonia. That was pneumonia. Sugar Daddy, Sugar Daddy. He also had Parkinson's disease for, for many, many years. years. Yeah. Didn't say how old he was. He was already old when he was on that show. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Schaefer. That was his, played his wife. Yeah, lovey. 1991, she died of liver cancer. That's horrible. All these people die of cancer. This is horrible. At the age of 90. There's not hard. I mean, you're 90 years old, 70 years old. Like, 70's kind of young. But that dude, they said he fucking was like a really heavy smoker. Who? And probably alcoholic. Bob Demba. Oh, Gilligan. Oh, if you had that much abuse for that long. Oh, yeah. So he had throat cancer. That's the same thing that... um, Billy Ray Vaughn. What was the one that died? I don't know. This is the, the guitar same show? Player? Yeah, that's Stevie the same Ray thing. Vaughan. Yeah, because of the... Um, <laughs> Billy Ray Vaughn. No, fucking the other one that died. Russell Johnson, he was on the show. Van he Halen, played the professor. He died of kidney failure January 16th in 2014. He was 89, 89 yeah, years old. Was pretty old. So Tina Lewis, the ginger. Tina Louise. Oh, whatever. Okay. She's the only person still alive from that show. Wow, that just shows you that maybe the sun is dangerous. You shouldn't go in it. No, it's because it gingers you have no soul, and she just doesn't die. She's an android. She's a necromancer. <laughs> She's 86. Whatever they call them. What's the thing on uh, Raised by Wolves? Necromancer. Tell you what, I hate to say it, but she did not age well. The thing looks like Skeletor. They all end up looking like that, all old men. No, no, Marianne was like a ch- cute, chubbier old lady. Anyway. Well, you know. This thing fucking She could have listened to the show, but she didn't, and now she's dead. So is motherfucking Doom. That's right, MF Doom, the legendary underground rapper. I think he gained a lot of notoriety when he did some stuff with Aquatine Hunger Force and the Danger Mouse. Danger by Doom. Probably the favorite thing he did. I always knew of him. And listen to like every once in a while. I think I had one of his CDs back in the day. I never really went deep in on him, but I always did respect. He had a cool flow. Yeah. Touch of Bismarcky kind of thing, kind of flavor. That slow delivery? Yeah. Just like a this little, dude like, could actually swing. rap. All right. Yeah, yeah. This you put on the list. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it's when um, we used to hang out back in the day. So they were going to make a song about me. <laughs> that's with Zawface. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. He, he did a lot of cool ca- collaborations and always seemed to... He didn't blow up like mainstream, but if you were in the rap game and you, you enjoy rap, I think you went and found him. Especially sure. if you're a lyricist. If you're oh, a yeah. lyricist, you're really diving into the better lyricist out there and you definitely ran across... MF Doom, but unfortunately, he didn't run across Not Real Radio. <laughs> he didn't listen to news you need to know about, so he's not here. Unlike you, you're he here. Gone. Okay, that should do it. Now, if you remember, I helped you move your grandma to the home. That was my day off. <laughs> <laughs> like you beat one. So nah. it's it, then uh, the two, those two deaths there that were right at the end of 2021. Sneaking them in. Huh? And I was like, man, that seemed like uh, not that many famous people died in 2020, right? Right. 
So I was like, what is the death year? You remember we had that year and everybody was like, oh, this year, everybody's dying, everybody in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. I thought maybe that was uh, 2019, 2018. Yeah. No, that was all the way back in 2016. <laughs> and I'm wondering if this year, due to the coronavirus killing everybody, if we don't have a new year of death. Because right? 2016 was definitely the year of death. You think it was more than this? Prince, Bowie, Glenn Fry, Dave Muir, the Prince's protege, Vanity, Nancy Reagan, Keith Emerson, Fife Dog, Gary Shanlin, Merle Haggard, Doris Roberts, China, China. Nick Menzez, Muhammad Ali, Kimbo Slice, Bernie Worrell, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo! She didn't even see it coming. Pete Fountain, Matt Roberts, Gene Wilder, Aaron Palmer, the dude who made up that drink. No, Jan- that's Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Janet Reno. Wait, Leonard Janet Cohen. Reno died? What? Apparently. Leonard Cohen. Florence Henderson. Fidel Castro. Florence Henderson. Greg Lake. Alan Thickle. Zaza Gabor. Yeah. George Michael. Carrie Fisher. And her daughter, Debbie Reynolds. Oh my God! Wait, both of them? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Like within That's not a week funny, of each mayday. other, he thinks it's funny. Wait, Let the man laugh. Because you're laughing, motherfucker. Man, he just found out they the are, Earth's flat. Give him a break. They already died like five years yeah. ago, right? All like, my friends. <laughs> 2016. All my bitches, bro. If it ain't funny at this point, it ain't gonna get funny. <laughs> I still think 2016 is the year of death. What I didn't, was this year or last year? I, I don't know. I have to make another list. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't over yet when I did this show. <laughs> might so have got, a, might have got some big ones death. in. I don't yeah. know. What are we doing? I don't think this year they way less famous people die. Like, dude, it was getting so bad they needed a celebrity death from COVID that they started like putting people on Broadway like anybody knows who the fuck they are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they wanted to post the child so bad. Come on, Tom. Get up there. Yeah. Come on, kill Tom Hanks, man. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Mr. Rogers dies. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Oh, did Mr. Rogers died? No, he was Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers like Mr. been Who? dead, Mayday. The real Mr. Rogers? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rogers American been hero. dead. American hero. Come on, man. <laughs> it's not funny, He died man. in 2003. Some things are not funny, like Mr. Rogers being dead. It's not, that's it's not, not a laughable matter. That's serious. Makes me think of that uh, Hulk episode. He's a great the, teacher of children. <laughs> where the guy walks into the, the street lonely all by himself. Just... Turned anyway. into the Hulk again and destroyed a small village. He did some good things, though. Mr. Rogers? He did some bad things. A lot of he things. Did a lot he didn't of do bad any bad things. things. Oh, yeah, he was. When? Now he needs to walk to the, the department store because they don't have Amazon yet and buy a pair of pants because he oh, got upset you. again and, and ruined his shoes and pants. All right, come on. And underwear. <laughs> Poor Bill Bixby. <laughs> oh, come on. Bill Bixby. I love that fucking name. When I die and I'm rebirth on a flat earth, I want my name to be Bill Bixby. <laughs> Big Smoke Bixby, huh? <laughs> Big Smoke Bixby. <laughs> Highway murder. Oh, Trying to keep you safe. This is how you survive out there. Be aware that 10 motors were shot while driving across Most- the high ride bridge in the industrial canal in New Orleans, police say. On Saturday. On Saturday? It was the seventh 
So 10 got shot in one month, I think. No, you're not reading this at all correctly. Doesn't matter. I'm trying to save people. On Interstate 10, a motorist was shot while driving across the highway. It's the seventh time in 10 months. There you go. That, yeah, 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 the 10th time in a month, Zartom. It's a bit extreme. Dude, people are getting killed and trying to help. Sometimes you got to instill fear. They didn't say they were killed. They said that they were injured. Look, I don't care if you're wearing a mask or you're not wearing a mask. They shoot motherfuckers on I-10, so be aware. So wear a bulletproof mask so they can't shoot you in the face. Go fast. Like, you get on that bitch, fucking gun it. Stop it. You do not want to be shot. Somebody honks at you, looks at you. If they driving without their lights on, if they, you gun that motherfucker. This is not real advice because it's a not real show. Seven times in ten Jesus months. Fuck, man. What is that, an accident or that's a gun? That's Stop the it. That's new. It's like, that's the new shit. Jesus, man. <laughs> he you got shooting excited. a fucking shotgun out of the car? Go around. Don't go that way, no. There's <laughs> somebody fucking driving oh, up and down. Man. That bitch just taking out motherfuckers. If you driving around without your mask on, there's some communist looking to fucking put a cyberpunk shotgun right through Ooh. your fucking vehicle, man. All right. Oh, that was good. Be careful out there. You think if it happened so many times that they might be able to start drawing some kind of fucking conclusions and maybe let us know in on it? Like what? Like these why are just random shoot shootings on I ten in the same spot? Just random? I don't think it says on the same spot. It just yeah. says shut on I ten. I ten is I mean it's a long Yeah, road. that's fucking long. It just says I ten in the city, so what's You know what? New this Orleans? story probably came from WWDSU and it's all bullshit. Exactly, man. Don't worry about that. This one did come from WDSU. This is very important news you need to know about. If you want to hug somebody right now, you could create a hug wall. That's oh, right. No. They had some senior community that they wanted the person to be able to hug their family members so they made a sheet of visqueen and then put these little arm thing holes in there oh, it looked like old newspaper bags oh, and you put your hands in there no, the old person fuck. can stand on the other side oh, of the plastic and you can pet Give them a like a fucking break. hazardous that's moon terrible. rock that's terrible oh my god embroidery loop for arm holes shower curtains molded together to be sanitized between huggers Oh my god. I don't want to hug my family because I want to sit in this fucking old folks home and rot to death but not having the flu. It's like a you got to be in a bio suit or whatever to oh get a hug. Dude, I'm then sorry. Why get a hug? Like the Bingo whole point of a and the hug drugs that they somebody. give you at the old folks home and not worth fucking risking to why die from covid. Barney speeding up, man. Like, why don't these people be like, no, fucking, I'm going, I'm leaving this fucking old folks home, I'm hugging everybody. (laughs) Wrap it up and go. No, I don't want to hug anybody. It's enough. Why are you playing it? I hug you, you hug me. Wrap it up. (laughs) You didn't know that song? Kissing a hug from me to you. Once you say you love me too. Tom's giving hugs to everybody. Uh, a couple more things. Hypnotize right. app. I don't know if you have this. Do you have one, Mayday? I do not. They have apps out there that now will hypnotize you and okay. help you uh, do or not do things. What's that? While I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, you try it while you're driving. I want a full report by next week. <laughs> Mayday's going to review this. kind of uh, scary. It can help you reach uh, a deep state of relaxation. Or you could put suggestions in there if you're trying to, like, quit smoking or you want to throw away all your belongings and become a communist. You can... 
Hey, maybe you could put a thing in there to recalculate your your philosophy on reality, right? You put Romanas in there and it plays, I guess, musical tones and help brainwash you. I mean, uh, hypnotize you. To absorb suggestions for new thoughts and behaviors. Yeah, there you go. You can get that new app. Might want to check that out. That sounds a little scary. It's scary to me because I feel like, what if there's somebody like programming something in there to like do something to you? I don't yeah, like those that. Two guys on Netflix. I don't said trust they were. the app because I don't know who's in there. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and give you a review on Hypnobox. I think is the app. You're gonna do it. Don't do it. I Please am. Please don't know. Yeah. What if something bad I'm happens? I'm gonna hypnotize myself to not be nice to you. No, no, no. Do the be quit nice smoking to Allie. Oh, no, no, I like smoking. smoking one's better. Like, I need to not be mean it's to bad you. Bad for your health. We'll start with the not being mean to you, and believe me, that'll work out great if I do quit smoking. <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> yeah. So. After a while, though, you get used to it, and you don't want to smoke anymore. It's really. 2021, nice. just as fun. Just add a one as 2020. And just a little one. That's right. The World Health Organization was very happy to let us know that this pandemic ain't shit. This is not the big one. And we need to prepare for the big one. Because it's only a matter of time. That's right. The potential for a more serious pandemic is there and looming around every corner. So don't get excited. <laughs> oh, man. What That's the right. Fuck? But don't worry. Science and the... Bill Gates Foundation will save you oh, and force Jesus. it upon you. That was kind of funny. That everybody was looking forward to so much at 2021 and thinking that the virus is going to disappear. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Biden was going to stroll in the presidency, give free money to everybody for doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. But the World Health Organization said no. At one point in the week, there was absolutely no news, and I'm not sure how the the interview was going. So I seen an article about in New York, people were getting attacked by squirrels. <laughs> the squirrels were trying to bite their nuts off. No. <laughs> so I went to kind of look for audio of this because I would like to maybe to be able to play the audio of a person getting attacked by a squirrel. And what I found out is that I don't know why they posted this fucking story. This is not news. It's not news. It's not big news. It's not rare. It's not a new occurrence. It's okay. not something that's happening a lot. Like the amount of stories that the news puts out every couple of years about squirrel attacks is there. Like all different spots. Everywhere there's squirrels, you can eventually see some story where a squirrel Murder ran hornets. up and... Yeah, it's just a bullshit article. It is just very odd to me that it's like that's some story that they run with from now and then. I don't know the the societal effects of it or why they do it, but they definitely seem to do it all over. Anywhere with squirrels, they decide, let's do a piece on a squirrel that attacks somebody. Let me tell you something, all right, about a squirrel that attacks somebody, all right? <laughs> Mayday is a victim of this. Yes, I, I will say I, I was afraid and I actually had to vacate my premise. <laughs> Mayday what? moved out of a place yeah, because of because a squirrel. Of yeah, <laughs> a little hungry-ass squirrel. He ate his way through the soffit, through the wall, through the fucking, uh, <laughs> through the baseboard, and then through the repaired baseboard again. I was un- I, relentless. These things are unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Terror and a nuisance, okay? Terror and a nuisance. I, I can- So you were too much of a pussy to shoot it? No, so I- So you just moved out? No, eventually we- Oh, actually, I trapped it with a highly- <laughs> And he called me. We packed up his shit, and he never went yeah, back. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. yeah. Actually, the thing peed on my, uh, the last straw was it peed on my hard drive, and that was it. I, I, that was it. I said I, I gave my, I gave the end of the month notice and got start, out of there. Yeah, got out of there. The squirrel was. because the squirrel I remember you, when you would tell me about it, it was just like so kind of unbelievable. I was just like, he got to be exaggerating. But no, that shit was true. Every once in a while, the squirrel would come inside and fuck his shit up and then leave. Like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't so figure out where it was getting it. in. You couldn't so uh, eventually I did find it in the toilet a little bit it was a little baby that got in and oh. I felt so bad that I didn't want to hurt it so she I called up the, Steve Irwin and he came and got it out of there for me and took Probably. it away and released it <laughs> if it would have been a full ass like grown squirrel I may have taken it out back and roughed it up a little bit you know what I mean tied roughed it up to the car off. and drove it down a little oh. bit <laughs> hey, you would have bring it to the SPCA and then would have been back home in a week <laughs> like you did Whitey Bucks a lot <laughs> Never again. I think that was a Never little, that was again. to heaven. <laughs> Never again. Oh, Lord. Anyway. All right, last story of the night. So the NBA is a very big proponent of communism, and it's strategically, it's strategically done. All right? There's a, I, finding out about the vaccine and forced vaccination and stuff led me to understand and gain the knowledge that in the black community that mistrust and doctors and the government putting injections inside of you rightfully so over the course of history has left them not very favorable of it so in this moment right now they've been hyping it up they're like they're the most highest risk and it's affecting them worse and then at the same time thanks to the black lives matter lie that was portrayed through the media, that whole movement, that was gaining trust of that group of people. So they use that to go, these people who support this are on your side and have your best interest in mind, and now they can use it to now force vaccinate them. Like, that's how the trick to work. It took me a while to understand it. Now the NBA is going to put tracking devices on their players and coaches and regulate dude i'm telling you this is the fucking beginning of it and if people don't understand this now there's no going back they're gonna microchip the nba players and coaches what is the first person they got they they use these people too. rudy gobert yeah, yeah he was a scapegoat and the beginning of you do not make fun of this you do make not not make light of this or you're going to get sick, you're going to feel bad because your whole team's going to get... It was a poster child for this in the beginning of what not to do. They set an example. The new example that they set in the beginning of the NBA season was James Harden. James Harden got an example made of him. They showed him in a club without wearing a mask, and then he couldn't play the first games, but then he wasn't fined because... Oh, it was Christmas, so we're giving them a pass or some weird shit bullshit, like that. Man. A lot of bullshit. But basically what they're going to do is regulate where you've been and who you've been in contact and what you're doing while you're not working. Jesus. They set an example. Kamara, same way. Oh, they have a picture of him with two women on him. Well, motherfucker's the star running back of a, of a Super Bowl hopeful team. He's During a million. A global He's pandemic. making a shitload of fucking money. Doesn't matter. It does matter. It does matter because now the corporations... And the, the control issues, they're going to use the NBA, and then they also go, it's for your own good. You remember? These are the guys who brought you and promoted Black Lives Matter. They care about you. They don't care about you. Like Uncle George said, at all. Mm -hmm. At all. Yeah. At all. 
They don't. And now you can see how clearly it is that we got to get the NBA on board to make it seem like, dude, NBA players, I love the shit out of the NBA. I have a lot of respect for a lot of the players, right? All right. But bottom line, they're not playing by the same set of rules. They're no longer you. When somebody leaves the tax bracket that they were born in and go to a whole different one, way more clicks up. That's like getting mantis blades and double jump. <laughs> they ain't in the same reality you are anymore. But they have guilt. That's their target market, and their target market could easily hate them because they're different treatment. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. Why well, you get to go sleep in the house. Sure. And so they always trying to placate to that market to make it seem. And man, some do 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 do. Some do a lot of amazing things, and it's nice. And there's nothing wrong with giving back to your community. But when you're fake phony motherfucker doing it out of guilt, like Drew Holiday, and then you got to go make a big deal of it. Like, dude, when I hear people, you always hear these people. They get this award about being like this most generous person who did all these great things for for needy people. They always get that award, and you're like, damn, I didn't even know that person was doing any of that. Because mm. they were doing it for the right reason. They were mm. doing it and never fucking called attention to, to it. They were just doing the right thing sure. or doing what they felt was, was right. Right, right, right. But when the instantly they do something and then it comes out, like, dude, it's, it's sickening to me with the <laughs> Zion gifts all uh, Nike shoes to the whole team. And it's like, oh, why, why he didn't give none to Brandon Ingram? Oh, Brandon Ingram signed by Adidas, so it would break his contract if they showed uh, right, him accepting that. Or right, so it all goes into that, and it's no different about it. Mm. Drew Holiday did a racist thing and donated all his money to black-owned businesses, but when choosing hey, who man. to reproduce with, he picked a white woman. All right, let's not go in there. No, I'm, I'm going there. It's the truth. And But then, what do they do after he finally hears a good game? They interview him. That's what they ask him about. So he could say it on national television. Look at me. Look what I did. And it's like, man, I don't know. It's all fake. And now they're using that on those people. Like, look, we're here. We represent you. We, we've been fighting for you. So now wear your mask. Take your vaccination. And you know what? If your job wants to microchip you and keep track of everything you do when you're not at work, you should let them. We do it. We're the NBA, and we care about you. Jeez. It's fucking sad. It's scary because yeah, it this is. is all. This is everybody acted like this communist uh, takeover and uh, complete loss of freedoms that are uh, like the foundation of our our existence here. That was all like implemented, and it's just being taken out. Yeah. And it's like yeah. they're they're two steps ahead of everybody, and everybody's always on to the next thing, and they don't think two steps back. Right. Right. Like yeah. it, and think of the big picture of it. The same people who did horrible things to certain groups of people in this world, they're the same ones. They're still there. Nothing's changed. They're just convincing you, using your people to convince you against it. The whole thing's a fucking trap. Anyway, still fun watching the NBA and the Pelicans are doing good. <laughs> nice so yeah, I have been enjoying watching the games. Their tax commercial is a new favorite. I guess that'll go on maybe for the end of this month. What is that? Just a really good commercial that comes on during the game. All right. About these people and them getting their taxes done and stuff. Nice. It's pretty funny. I'm looking forward to TNT, though. I haven't seen a Claws commercial yet. Oh, it yeah? used to be my favorite. All right. And that HMO guy. HMO. Some, some, his name some. was some. Oh, yeah. Some something. I don't remember it. Anyway, till next week, keep it not real.